Production. Recorded live. Hi, welcome to G2 Hardcore, and tonight we're going to be talking about action comics, uh, telos, and detective comics, because Clark showed up there. But first I want to say hi to Tej. Hey, Tej. Hello, Holly. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Well, just within the past few hours, our show has, like, grown exponentially. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and it's been a busy week. Um, mm-hmm. So um, right now we're going over some of the things that's going on at New York Comic Con. Um, Holy see. crap, I think they're ending the fomance, or at least what? the book. Where does it say that? It says, well, oh. I'll, I'll, think, I'll explain my theory here. Hold on. I'll explain my theory. Don't worry. What is this thing? Oh, From what I'm reading. Okay, from what so I'm let's reading. Talk, okay, let's talk about New York Comic Con because Kimmy will probably be coming in a week or two. I'm not sure when. Um, okay. cause she wanted to come. She asked if she could come on the show, and I said, yeah. Um, and I mm-hmm. assume it's to talk about her New York Comic Con experience. Kimmy, Kimmy if, if you're listening to our show, I don't think you are because you're enjoying yourself at New York Comic Con. But you are always welcome on the show, okay? Well, yeah, Everybody, so Kim, Chris. Kim, Chris. And and whoever else wants to come, well, no, not whoever else. We're not inviting. Oh, no, come on, now, come on, now, get everybody and their brother, Kim and Chris. No, yes, no, yeah, because they're Kim part of the GC factory. Yeah, Kim and Chris. <laughs> and Tasha, if she ever shows up. And Tasha, and Tasha, Tasha had the baby, Tasha, and you know she's busy. Tasha's reading. a mummy. She's been married. Yeah. She's so busy. She's, but you still ask her anything about Superman, and she probably knows the oh, most yeah, information. That's why her blog is called. Since 1938, because she has all that information. Yep. She's yeah. it's like stored in her head. People think I know a shitload about comics. No, no, you should just go and talk to her. Her just once, she knows like <laughs> all the stuff. Yeah. Please, girl. Her and I talked comics for three and a half hours where we were waiting for Chris to land in Nashville. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we had people turn around and looking at us. What? And we're like, did you the little? You know. So anyway, um. Girls know stuff about comics. <gasps> Don't tell DC. Good gravy. Um, okay, so let's talk about a little bit about New York Comic Con. Uh, Chris mm-hmm. and Chris and um, Kim have met Jim Lee. Chris, Chris was really excited. Um, Kim had him sign the uh, Superman Volume Two. Um, Two one two, which is the for tomorrow. Yes, yeah. for tomorrow. Listen, um, if I ever met Jim Lee, if I ever met Jim Lee, I would open it up to that splash page of him. I have the whole for tomorrow collection. I would open it up to that splash page of Lois and Superman and say, "Dude, this is the real deal. Sign over here and put the real deal signed by Jim Lee." So and yeah, yeah. If I met yeah. Jim Lee, listen, I'd be very nice to him. I am very nice to him on Periscope and and Twitter and stuff. That's why he talks to me sometimes. Um, right. Where I, on the but, other hand, it's tell like Chris says, I told Chris, you said, I'm so excited, going to meet Jim Lee, and I go smack him for me. <laughs> <laughs> and she just goes comes back with kisses, and I go, no, with your middle finger, just flap, you know, flicky miss. <laughs> I know she would I, not do that, but, you know, I'm no, no, not going to go wouldn't. for it anyway. I would be so frightened to go to a con with you if Jim Lee and Frank Miller and 
people. Oh, please. I, I, you know, I'm sitting here at home. I have real-life things going on, right, which are happening at the same time as New York Comic Con. And I made a decision about, what, beginning of the year that I wouldn't go because I thought I'm not going to be able to afford it. And then I, yeah, I was yeah. so down on comics because, you know, Lois's birthday never came to fruition, and that was mm-hmm. announced at New York Comic Con. Plus, you know, it's expensive, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But I thought, okay, today when they had the panel and John Romita Jr. shooting off his mouth, I thought... Yeah, he's, he's still so shooting damn... off his mouth. He's yeah. talking about Lois Lane. I thought I was so damn glad I didn't waste my money going to New York Comic Con for, like, five minutes and to listen to Romita put down Superman. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, I got better things to do with my money. So, anyway, yeah. uh, and though I miss Kim and Chris, uh, um, Kim is carrying on the tradition of having a bagel with, I'm sorry, a, a hot pretzel with um, mustard. Mustard? Yay! Yeah, I did that. I did that at um, San Diego Comic-Con in 2010. Kim wasn't with us then. And then, so she she did it this year, so... It was amazing, uh, hot pretzel too. Um, so one of the leads that they met was somebody we all like. His name is Lee Weeks. Woo woo! Yay! And woo. Um, for those of you who don't know, Lee is the artist on Superman, Lois and Clark, which comes out the first issue of that comes out next week. You better have it on your pull list. Um, yes, it's on my. If it's on my non-existent pull list with no comic store. It should be on everybody's full list. That's right. If um if you can't if you can't get a physical copy, you can pre order the digital right now. Um right. and that goes towards listen, I don't care if they don't release the digital numbers. It's so good. They are looking I mean, they, look at they convergence. Look, yeah. Yeah. Listen, convergence we know there was a conspiracy there where they only printed so many Lois and Clark yeah. issues because People, so many people emailed me, tweeted me, tumbled me, Instagrammed me, and they said, where did you get your copy? Because I am looking for one. My my comic book store was sold out. I drove to another comic book store that was sold out. Amazon was sold out. I don't even know how that happened, um, you know. Right. And, and – you know, when it comes to that, I I think we can make a conclusion that DC only printed so many. And they said, we're going to restrict the numbers for this comic, um, make sure it doesn't do so well on numbers, on physical copies. Yeah, but so that, it still did 80,000 or something. It was like really close to 100,000 people. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, that, I don't think yeah. it, it did not get a second printing. Which with no. the number of digitals that sold, you think they would have had a second printing? But anyway, um, I was told I was told that the digital numbers for Lois and Clark. This is my insider who I cannot uh, you mean divulge. Convergence Superman, Convergence Superman number one, yeah, yeah. and right. number two. Number two did exceptionally better than number one. Oh, um, awesome. Um, my insider told me that the numbers are close to a m- half a million for each. So if you combine Convergence Superman 1 and 2, it's 500,000 each. It's about like a, a million copies of each digitally, which is 
it just blows my mind because they said right. uh, the top digital comic, which is Injustice, um, does close to monthly 150,000 copies. Right. So if Convergence, uh, the main one, did obviously better um, because, I mean, even in, in the print form, it, it sold better. Um, right. And so if Superman was the second best-selling comic. It's a mind-boggling number of how many issues this book sold. And, you know, it it obviously had to have opened DC's eyes. Well, yeah. And here's the other thing. Let's hope they don't pull that stupid, we're only going to, you know, allow them so many print copies for Superman, Lois, and Clark, number one. I think they're just stupid. To save their face. It's just Stupid. Yeah, yeah. So, I think that's just stupid if if they restrict, yeah. because at the end of the day, you know, I keep saying this, but it doesn't obviously apply to DC. Business is business. You want right. to make as much money as you possibly can. So I mean, well, we we instead we, of, we know that they didn't want to do business with the Lois Lane book because they got rid of her PR team a month before it was published. Exactly, right. People who wanted the Lois Lane book um, only found out about it after it came out. Yeah. So, so any- people were like, in their comic book store, it only had five issues, and they were like, oh, I'll just pick up one. This is, oh, Lois Lane has a book? What? Okay. Yeah. I mean, so I still back- tell people, go and read Superman Lois Lane number one, and they're like, she has a book? I'm like, yeah, it's pretty darn good, too. Yeah. Um, so back to Lee Weeks. Yes. <laughs> um, he showed them some panels from the first issue. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll see we Wednesday, get... but they got to see it before we did. Ah. So, yeah. So, um, anyway, and Chris and him had quite the discussion about Jesus Christ, which was awesome. Um, okay. Because he's a believer of Yeshua. Okay. Um, which I think is good for a Superman book, you know, creator. You um, know what? I think I think a Superman writer artist. It's not a prerequisite, but I think it's very good if they do have some insight into faith, because right, exactly. Even Man of Steel showed it. Even Man of Steel showed it. You know, um, there's right. that that parody thing that says how it should have ended. The the Hershey's that did that thing where they said. He should have gone and spoken to his space dad instead of a, a, a priest. And I'm like, yeah, but then, you know, you don't get Superman. Superman would go, right. yes, Clark Kent, the farm boy, would go and seek guidance from a priest, even though that priest looked younger than Henry Cavill. Um, hey, priests come in all sizes or pastors hey, or whatever. I'm just saying, it shows his faith, and it shows, I think, more than that faith in humanity. And so I believe Superman should have some sort of linking to faith. And I love that scene. I love that he went to a priest and that priest looked like he was so out of his depth, but he still tried to help him because I think that's what, you know, religion is all about, is that we don't, religion doesn't have all the answers sometimes, but it helps you. And so... I think right. it should, uh, yeah. I think a Superman writer should have some 
insight into that. Well, and the preview that we got for Superman, Lois Lane, Lois and Clark, also mentions faith. Hello. Yes. But we'll we'll faith. go over that before we do action. Who's action? Mm. Um, the, uh, so Lee Wick, they got to meet Lee Wick, and they also got to meet Tom Taylor. And Tom Taylor's got <gasps> yay. Uh, yeah, Tom Taylor, Australian. Um, he's he also has some DC projects, but we don't know what they are right now. At least I don't, I haven't heard. Um, so that was cool. Well, I know he's coming. I know he's coming back to Injustice. Um, okay, that's right. for one Anna, issue though. It, but it's a big issue. It's an annual. Right. So. Yeah, like an annual. So. And and then I and then I asked him. I tweeted him and I asked him because we're sort of on the the same time zone because as Australia is going to sleep, uh, South Africa is waking up. So I treat him just then, and you right. guys are still asleep. So. Right. And he he told me that he does have some DC things. I, I just ask people. This is what I ask people. It's like I have a saved thing. Is is there Lois Lane in it? <laughs> I, I just, is there Lois and Clark? Is there Lois Lane? And he's like, you, you are obsessed with them. I said, if you, if you, have you seen my username? I mean, come on. Yeah, really. So... Um, yeah. So, also, Chris uh, had Des Taylor, one of her commissions she got was Des Taylor. Uh, mm-hmm. He did the... Um, the, the Marvel. Uh, he did Marvel from Taylor. Yeah, yeah, hold on. He, <laughs> he did the Holy Red Jacket, which which Chris monitored back in the Smallville days, you know, when he wore wore the farm boy red jacket, we called that the holy red jacket. And then when he got the holy red jacket with the S, so Desi mm. drew her that, and and he also gave her the sketch of it as well. He gave her the color Aww. version and the sketch. And he said, "I could have sold this thing. I don't know how many times. I didn't realize Smallville was that popular." <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Well, he's from England, so you know. Hey, hey, I'm from South Africa. Okay, we still I, well, can, still, I can hang up now and I can go apparently watch he didn't realize that there are people still walking around who think, you know, Smallville was great. So mm-hmm. that's encouraging to me, too. To me, Smallville is, I think, the epitome of a, a, a Superman story because it's all about Clark Kent. And I don't care if he didn't put on that suit till the last episode. I honestly do not care because to me, I know it's not about the suit. It's not about the powers. It's about Clark Kent. And to me, every single, even God help me, season three and season seven. Oh, yeah. I I just watched season seven again. All Why? Because I am such a Smallville fan. I went through it on That's TV crazy. with adverts. And um, <laughs> listen, Apocalypse is so good. Okay. Oh no no! Apocalypse is the best episode with it's maybe Tyra close one. second. But uh, no yeah, no. Apocalypse. When I tell people about season seven, I say just watch Apocalypse. Look, true. Don't, don't, don't Tom watch. Tom Welling drove, it was the 150th episode, Tom Welling directed that. And everybody oh. looked great, all the actors looked great, and Clark looked great. Yeah. And, I mean, story-wise, 
you know, and um, go and watch Apocalypse, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's a lot and, of uh, metadata in there, a lot of um, Easter eggs. So mm. yeah, mm. just yeah, go from six, hit Apocalypse, <laughs> go into and eight, and then into eight, and then, then you know stop. what? Skip Bride, skip Bride, and then. Yeah, no, wait a minute. No, they can still watch Brian. They can still, still write, watch, what was it, Legion? Whatever the heck that was that John's first wrote. But Skip, and Power, and what was that? Oh, Three. yeah. Oh. What was the I other one? I even forgot about that one. I can't I remember forgot. the name of the other you one. Know, you know what it is? It's a mental block of badness from, from Smallville. Requiem? Like, is it Requiem? Yeah. Requiem, yes. And, okay, uh, I only watched it once. Power and I swore and I would never watch it again, and I owe like uh, like two different DVD sets of Smallville. But yeah, that is no, one you, that you I like, will never watch. Those oh, two I will never watch again. It, it physically hurts you, people. You go through through hurts. It's like oh. And if you don't think a director can make a difference, Allison Mack directed Power and put Clark Kent kissing Lana on top of the Daily Planet roof and didn't. Ugh. Didn't she didn't read the comics? She didn't watch the show, so obviously she didn't know her butt from a hole in the ground. What do you mean she didn't watch the show? She was in the. She didn't sh- watch the show. <laughs> she admitted she didn't watch the oh. show. Oh my god! Okay, Alison Mack is so. officially unfollowed on Twitter. <laughs> I don't follow her. Forget that. Um, so she tweets some nice. She tweets some nice behind the scenes photos. That's why I. I Okay. Follow her. That would be the only reason. Um, yeah, like shirtless so, Tom Willing. Hello. Oh, yeah. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Um, Lee Weeks's partner in um, Superman, Lois, and Clark is Dan Jurgens. Dan is the currently. Dan, uh, Dan is currently at the Fall Comic Con in Minnesota. Um, he mm-hmm. was born in Minnesota, so I think he lives around there somewhere. Uh, also at Fall Comic Con is Doug Mankey. Who is the artist for the Fomance? Mm-hmm. And a, a, a few other people that I didn't know, and they basically have roots in Minnesota. Um, so um, I'm kind of glad, you know. Well, so that left us with uh, Greg Pack and JRJR on this Heroes mm. to mm. the Core panel at New York Comic Con because, mm. you know, Superman's not allowed to have his own panel. Oh heck no! What Superman and Batman can panel? have what? three, four, but four if you count Snyder's. Four and a special Apple event for Batman. Well, I don't count the Apple event. Screw it. I mean, whatever. But Superman's shoved in with you know everybody else. They've made him a D-rated character. And, you know, and J.R., why is he on there? Because he's not even doing Superman anymore. All he talks about that stupid issue he did and that got Clark drunk, and he still <laughs> does not understand Superman. He says, <laughs> Superman's a god. No, he's not. Uh-uh. <laughs> he's, he's a guy. He's not a god, you know. And he, you know, it's, he just didn't make him drunk for comedy's sake, which wasn't funny anyway. And but because you know he should have human fo- foibles. Eh? I'm like, what? Why do you even read J.R.J.R.'s comments? I am 
physically in pain reading his, his comments on this, 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 what did Heroes to the Core panel? I know, that's what I'm reading. So, oh, okay. Then <laughs> Pack, oh, Pack, uh, everything's fun because he's pleasing his editors. So, tearing down Superman and continuing to tear down Superman is fun because that's what his editors want. But, even though the editors mandated that Superman and Batman, you know, they ha- they wanted to stir things up. They wanted to tear Superman down or shake him up or whatever. Even though they've gone that route, now they're saying, oh, well, we want you guys to fix it. No, no. This is what I imagine the DC editors were like. They're like, oh, no, shit, no, what did we do? <laughs> that's not a direct quote. But basically, now they're mandated to fix this mess that editorial created in the first place. That's what happens when you have a sexual harasser who may or may not be blackmailing his boss, running the show. Are you getting these comments by Peck? Ugh. Yeah. Why? Why, why, why? Listen to this. Peck spoke about... Okay, uh, Dan DeDio asked the creators to uh, how they were planning on creating a milestone for the 50th issues. Uh, Pack spoke about his plans for Superman by saying, what's happened during Truth's uh, story is that before Superman was able to fly into a room and solve a conflict by snapping his fingers. He never did that. Uh-uh. Not the new 52. Now that he doesn't have his powers, he can't control the room. But he's still trying to have the same impact. The huge test for him as a hero, as we build towards 50, this question of whether he can do what he needs to do in this insanely dangerous world that we challenge him to his core. Dude hasn't been saving the world since issue one, okay? He's never saved the world. I will tell you who saved the world, Lois Lane. Lois Lane. Yes. Lois Lane. Okay, here's the thing. Superman is not Superman, okay? We've been saying this for, what, four years now? I don't care how many times John Cunningham stands up there and goes, this is really Superman. No, it's not. And this guy is super loser. He's pathetic. He has absolutely no clue of what his purpose is. He has no self-control, obviously, since... He got addicted to his super flare. You know, mm. and now they're changing it to Starburst. I'm like, really? So, you know, and according to John Ramita, he can't hold his liquor when he's lost his powers. And, of course, he can't hold on to his clothes either. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Or his dignity. Or his dignity. And now he's anger ball. You know, John Ramita thinks, Wonderful that Superman gets pissed off all the time now. Don't remember mm-hmm. Junior. Okay, here's the deal, you guys. John Romita Jr. threw the biggest temper tantrum known to man because they put him on Superman and he wanted to do Batman. So mm-hmm. after John's left the book, because I have a feeling that usually when there was interviews about the Superman book, when John's was writing it, John's was on one side, and Klaus was on the other, and Ramita didn't say Jack. Yeah. Okay. So now that John's is gone, 
he thinks he and you know they got newcomer Gene Yang in there. He thinks he can just shoot his mouth off and throw temper tantrums. And so, what did they do? And what did we say when we found out that Dark Knight Three was coming out? We said, "Oh, give him Jim Lee, and if Lee can't do it, which he probably can't, give him John <laughs> Romita Jr." Guess what's happening, boys and girls? In February, there's going to be a break in the Dark Knight Three story, and they're going to put a preview story in there. One issue. Guess who's drawing it? John, John Romita Jr. Jr. So, okay, Bat fans, do your worst. I hope that, it huh? sucks. Mm-hmm. Huh? I hope it sucks. I hope he, well, he gives us that issue where he gives Batman monkey hands and his eyes are closed and his mouth is open and, yeah. What makes the difference? You've got Miller drawing him like he's got to take a shit. With blood all over. I mean, come on. And then, okay, so then you've got Az. Miller keeps saying, oh, this was Az's thing. And Az, like, you're being modest because Az doesn't want to be blamed for this crap. And mm-hmm. so so you're going to have two Superman haters. You have Frank Miller, John Romita Jr., right, and Az. Mm-hmm. Az is like, you know, he's two to one. Az is not going to, like, you know, it's not going to be good. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I love how the boy is just overpowered Meredith Finch. She only says one line in this entire panel. Oh, and what, her what, one what line. CBR, what does CBR have, have her say? Because I was reading it, these Rama's, literally, uh, just, just, slides. No, it's CBR, CBR has, has um, it, it very, very um, nicely formatted. Um, and it's just basically one line, right? This is it. Wonder Woman 50 will draw on some of the conflicts from Diana and Superman's relationship in Superman Wonder Woman. That's it. Well, okay. And so some people are freaking out, saying, oh, the romance is going to last the 50. No, she's drawing no. from that. And so she's grasping the jaws, and that's what's mm-hmm. going to be her big deal in 50. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's it doesn't how, mean that the romance is going to yeah, that's how she's giving Wonder Woman a milestone 50th issue by drawing right. on conflicts that in draw, drawing from some conflicts from Diana and Superman's relationship in Superman Wonder Woman. It doesn't really say like it in the present, you know what I mean? Like the current relationship. Right, sort of right, thing. right. Right, it's she's sort drawing of like a, on it, so she's pulling from the mm, past. Is, uh, I she's pulling that. from the past. She, exactly, yeah. that's what I mean. It's like sort of like looking. It's what I think is going to be. It's like one of those that issue that she did where she was reflecting with her mother, and then her mother popped out of the sand or something. I don't know what was happening. Um, where something happened in the past, and she's, you know, she does this whole thing where Wonder Woman's growing up, and. She grows from that experience. I think that's what it's going to be. It doesn't yeah, say. Right. It doesn't say anything about Superman Wonder Woman getting a fiftieth issue. I just want to make that clear. Right. So here's the other thing that she said at the panel because um, I was following Newsarama's live feed when they were actually at the panel. And yeah, she said, I was watching rugby. Ah, it's more you were, interesting. You were you were better off. Um, she said she liked writing 
for DC Comics because she got to write with David, one of the oh. best artists in the business. And I'm sitting there going, you wouldn't uh, have the job if you weren't it, married to David, okay? Uh, one of the best artists? Yeah, think? that's what she said. Well, it's her husband. What else is she going to say? She well, I know she, she can't shoot down her husband. And, uh, I know she can't shoot down her husband. And say, oh, she made, he made one of look 14 in that one issue, you know, where he's holding the teddy bear. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, yeah, sorry, Mary, that David's not, a, not even in my top 50 items. Um, <laughs> some of the other things we learned from um, uh, New York Comic Con is, Get this. I thought that was pretty cool. Brian Hitch's JLA, in the, remember the first issue, he went over it in a video, and he said, mm. you know, this, this whole, all this stuff will come out later in the story, so there's nothing wasted. And remember uh-huh. Heck Clark and Lois in there, la, la, la. This story. Flutting Clark and Lois. Huh? Yes. At the Daily Planet. Very flutting. So, flutting at the Daily Planet. They're shameless. Yes. Okay. They're doing it on the floor, people. No, okay. they're not. Don't lie. <laughs> that, that's what I Forget thought. enough that's lies from thought. Jim Lee, okay? We don't need lies here. Um, JLA, Hitch's JLA starts during the missing five years. Uh, how incredible. Okay. We're getting the five years after five years. Now, also, JLA and JL, Justice League, John, Justice League, We'll meet up sometime in the timeline. Mm. Now, they said Hitch's, Hitch's JLA uh, begins in the missing five years, and then we'll come into where Justice League is now. Mm-hmm. Justice League takes place before Super Loser, Anger Ball, and Big Blue Bunny Gordo. Mm. Okay. Just to clarify right. those little timelines. Um, what else? There was um oh yes, uh, the fiftieth issues are a big deal, apparently, why, why wouldn't the fifty second issues be big deal? Uh-huh, it's, I said you did there, Holly ho, 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 ho. because they can't wait till May because they can get stuff fixed in March, besides Superman's movie's coming out in March, they better fix it. Um, and let's see. Um, yeah, people are going to go and watch Batman v Superman. And from the looks of it, it is a very, very centered in, very much in Superman's world movie. Um, I mean, I, I kept saying that. I, I don't know why people keep thinking it's a Batman movie. You know, it's completely a Superman movie, like Zack Snyder said. Well, the way and, things are going at New York Comic Con, it's like, oh, Batman was gracious enough to allow Superman in his movie. Well, you know what? Why Why are you listening? You go, you go watch all these Frank Miller fantasies. No, 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 I did not. It's, Listen, you know, Batman, it was... Batman gets three panels, four panels, right? Superman gets right. zilch. But if you look at the movie, right? Look at the movie. The way they have the setup done, who's in the center? Superman. And on his side, it's his two sidekicks. And in the center of New York Comic Con, you have this huge-ass Superman shield, right? 
They don't even have the correct Batman shield up there. So people are like bitching about that because it's the wrong Batman shield. You have LexCorp. If they wanted to make it a Batman movie, it would have been all about Wayne Enterprise. It would have been all about Bruce Wayne. You have LexCorp, which is for some people, not for me and not for you, Lex Luthor is Superman's arch enemy, right? He's arch nemesis. He's complete opposite. Um, and you, 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 they have this, you know, this huge now campaign of LexCorp stuff going around. For the movie side of it, I mean, just go and log on to the website, Batman v Superman right now. It's all Superman. It's not the Batman posters. Everything is about Superman in this movie. And it's, you know what, I'll explain it later when we start talking about it because I don't want to interrupt your stuff because I'm going to get way into that. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's a Superman movie. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> but we have to wait till March for it. In the meantime, we're getting back to yeah, the and, and then and then we'll get the fiftieth issues. I mean, you idiots at DC Comics, you have a fiftieth issue coinciding with Batman v Superman, and getting a shit like this, where John Romita Jr. is saying it's pretty amazing the change in the character's career about his haircut. Uh, it's one step closer that we should cut both lanes here. What? Well, what he said was, what he said was, he said this before, and we thought it was idiotic now, but he keeps repeating the same idiotic crap. He said the reason that they cut his hair is because he was tired of drawing Clark's hair like Lois's hair. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he has the same bangs as Lois. No, he doesn't. Not if you draw him right. So anyway, that you know, he's an idiot. Let him let let the bat fans chew him up and spit him out. Oh, um, the bat fans are gonna eat him up. He's doing a Dark Knight book. They're gonna kill him. Oh yeah. Bye bye, John. Bye. Yeah. Hasta la vista. You better go back to Marvel. Um, <laughs> run, run to Marvel. <laughs> the other thing, speaking of Batman, the other thing at your <laughs> Comic Con was the Dark Knight Three panel. And Jim Lee, who always likes to either stretch the truth or just tell outright lies, said it was a surprise that Frank Miller showed up to his own panel. (laughs) Uh, Really? Okay, whatever. Really? I'm sitting there going. Really? Really, Jim? Really? What 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 cracked me up? They took a picture of the panel, right? And you got Frank Miller over here. Then you had Az beside him, and I think it was Andy Kubert. And then Jim Lee over here. There was three people between him and Frank Miller. I thought he would be under the p- table, you know, worshiping Frank Miller in the only way he can. I don't think Frank Miller likes Jim Lee. Why? The guy. That's all oh, the guy ever talked he... about. Oh, Frank Miller's Dark Knight. And that's why Jim Lee doesn't understand Superman. You know, it's because of Frank Miller's Dark Knight. He quit pre-med school so he could be an artist, so he could, you know, work with Frank Miller's Dark Knight. I mean, come on. I'm sure his parents were thrilled with that idea. Well, I, I, I think Frank Miller doesn't like Jim Lee. 
because he completely screwed up his all-star Batman well, yeah. and Robin story. Um, and people, you know, when they were hyping it up, um, this all-star Batman uh, book was going to be, it was going to rival all-star Superman done by the great Grant Morrison. And a lot of people look to all-star Superman as the best telling of Superman, right? It's very Silver Age. It's very Silver Age. It's it's also got a bit of, of Golden Age in there. Not but very much. He, not very much, but, but a, a hint. Um, and the thing is, what he did was, what he did properly was he took the Silver Age Superman and he made him not a douche. And he made him heroic. I mean, Superman in that book, at the end of the day, risks, you know, he, he, he does the ultimate heroic sacrifice. And his last words were, I love you most, late till the end of time. Yeah, well, so Jim Lee so can be bothered to finish the last four or five issues. But, exactly, All-Star Batman. All-Star Batman and Robin. And Robin you know. itself. But he said Frank face. didn't have them done until like two years later. And he goes, yeah, it was my fault. A little late now. And so, exactly, I think Jim Lee blamed a lot on Frank Miller and, you know, he... Uh, he well, he, he had the scripts done. How can he blame Frank? All-Star uh, Batman and Robin fell flat on its face. It is literally a... In, in the Batman universe, you don't go and buy that book because it's A, incomplete, B, stupid, um, <laughs> C, it, it's, just, it's just like an embarrassment. And for the, you know, the great Frank Miller, who's written the best Batman story, into sarcasm in my voice, um, you know, it, it, it's like a fall flat from, from there, from his high perch. And so I think that's the reason why Frank doesn't like Jim too much. Well, and then they were going to revive the series and call it something else, Boy Wonder or something. And that was announced in 2010. They were going to do it in 2010. But then Jim Lee had to make the announcement, I can't do it because I'm doing Justice League for the new 52. Oh, right, right. And then he said something in 2013, but then it flew away because, oh, I have to do, I have to do uh, uh, Superman Unchained. Yeah. Oh. Well, he's not doing Dark Knight 3, so so is he actually no. going to, is he actually drawing All-Star Batman and, and um, Robin? He's still drawing it. He's still trying to finish it. <laughs> He'll get there. He'll get there one day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> guys are right and they you made know, him a co-publisher like that. yeah that's you the know, way to do it. it it's like that little train story i can make it i can make it up the hill up the hill no, i can no, go no. i can go jim lee's no. still, still climbing the hill yeah no <laughs> with all because the when jim lee <laughs> says that stuff you know it's a lie True. the little train so that could actually was you know Inspiring him yeah, yeah. to get the job done. Some Jim Lee's people, not doing some that. People, some people were saying that we don't know if he inks his own art because uh, he did this, this live periscope, right? And then he cuts it halfway in between and then he goes live again and it's already done. And <laughs> some people were like, hmm, is he really inking his own stuff? 
<laughs> Not really. Not really. Um, okay. The other thing you said you found out about Superman, Lois, and Clark was the timing of it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the Superman that we're getting, I cannot remember exactly where uh, I read this. Um, my mind is still a bit frazzled from, from food practicals. Um, and it's getting even more frazzled going into exams. But I did read it somewhere. I didn't dream this up. I didn't make it up. Um, the Superman that we're getting, um, and if you look at Talos that came out now, it sort of supports my idea of this, or, or the 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 thing that I was told. I don't remember if it was Dan Juggins or somebody else. Who is it's very vague and fuzzy. Um, the Superman we're getting never experienced wonk and all of that nonsense, that grounded stuff where he walked oh, around thank America. God. And the Superman, where it stops, is right after um, the whole Jeff Johns' brainiac war Superman, Jeff Johns' last son series. So it's a very good Superman. I mean, that is, for me, the height of Superman comics because that's where I sort of stopped reading Superman comics because I was like, there's too many books in Wonk. Right? I had to buy, like, so many books. I was like, no. Wonk um, sucked so bad, and the sales were ab- abysmal. And so that's the reason, because of Wonk, because, you know, the War of Superman and Superman and Grounded, they said, oh, we're going to have to have a reboot. So they yeah, and I bought, it. Like, two, I bought, like, two issues of Grounded because I thought it was just a silly idea that it's Superman stupid. was walking. Uh, silly, silly. Not, New 52 is stupid, okay? No, just no. It, New 52 is stupid, <laughs> which is worse than stupid. And, yeah, so I thought it was, I mean, when I read it, that this is what they're going to be doing, I was like, no, God, this is a joke, right? Well, no. yeah, uh, so he was, okay, basically he was a battling alien in Wonk, okay? Yeah. He had no Clark, Clark Kent persona. He didn't even have... Superman's persona. He was strictly Kal-El, living with 100,000 other Kryptonians on New Krypton. Didn't t- talk about his wife or his mother, who he left. Didn't have any... The damn thing was emotionless as hell. And then, after it was done, apparently, somebody was, you know, screwing up with the, the creators, and they're like, well, you had her. Well, you had him. Well, they told me I couldn't do this. Well, you... They, hello. Editorial just so the, so the battling alien thing really happened, started in Wonk, and I'm really glad if they're going back to Johns' story just before that, mm. which would be awesome. Um, yeah. But I personally love Jeff Johns' Superman run. Um, it was okay. It was for, okay. Me, for me, Chris Kent and mm. that whole last, storyline, I, I cry when I read it. When Chris Clark goes into was the, a little the, curt with Lois, which bothered me. He, yeah, 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 he was. Yeah, he was. And I was like, yeah, what he, is up his was. butt with a red-hot poker? So, <laughs> well, um, he was preparing for Wonk. He was preparing for Wonk. Um, yeah, apparently. And then he wore his uniform, his costume, in the apartment, in home. Yeah. which was yeah. a total no-no. And I'm sitting there going, no, 
no, but oh yeah. Um, and, and who who wrote up up in the way? Was that Jeff Johns as well? And Jeff Johns and Kurt Busiek. No, yes, yes. I I would recommend up up in the way to everybody. That was after Infinite Crisis, right? Yes, yes. It was one year after where they did the right. whole one year after right. story. Right. Um, that is fantastic because he's just Clark Kent and he slowly regains his powers. Right. Um, but it shows you that the hero is Clark. He's alive and well. And yeah, and 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 I mean, when Lois just tells him, you know, he's like, I don't that that whole scene that Lois does where she gives him his suit and she says, "Go get him." And she's like, I know, I understand what it is to be your wife. I understand that you have to go and do this heroic thing. I know that it is just like being a fireman's wife or a policeman's wife. Or a doctor's and wife. I, exactly. And I will stand by you. You don't have to worry about that. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was good, but that was 2006. Right, right, right. But we're not getting that one. But I'm just saying, just John says, just a few, a few I didn't say he um, was totally bad on his all his <laughs> Superman runs. No, I, I never said that. that. I would take But his action run was okay. Anyway. I you would know, take they had to kill Superman. Jonathan, which I thought was shit. Yeah, I, I don't know why they did that. It was so, like, he's opening the bottle of candor and then suddenly Jonathan gets a heart attack and I'm like, oh. Yeah, and so I guess it was to prepare us for when he lost both his parents at the age of 18. Whatever. Mm. So, mm. for people who are confused about Superman, Lois, and Clark, and, I've, and we've seen people, we're gonna, are we going to go over the comments at Comic Fine? Please. Oh, it's okay, so... Okay, we'll do. Okay, okay, so okay, okay, hold on. Fulfilling. I'm, Some I'm people like so are confused are confused why it's nine years. Okay. Yes. This Superman, real soups, we'll call him real soups because, by golly, he is real soups. Hello, he's not super loser. By golly, everybody calls him real soups. Nobody oh, calls yeah. him real soups. real soups. So real soups. Okay, soup. there's like 70-odd comments on Comic Vine calling this guy real soups. So yes. Okay, so let's clarify the timeline <laughs> first, okay? Can we? Yes. Yes. Real Soups was, has lost his earth, okay, in the Convergence dealio, okay. Yes. And so he's gone to Earth Zero, or Earth Loser, as we like to call it. <laughs> um, he goes to Earth Zero, which is the new 52 world, and he's there from day one. Okay, so mm. let's remember our timeline for the new 52, boys and girls. Action Comics started six months before Justice League Comics. Justice League Comics 1 through 6 one was, six. was five years in the past. So that meant action mm-hmm. was five and a half years in the past. Mm-hmm. Justice League Seven on jumped five years and joined the rest of the New 52, which their number one issue started five years in the present from Mm. Justice League and action. Okay, so Superman's story, and we've talked about this extensively, 
The five-year mm-hmm. gap. There's a five-year gap in the Superman story and in the Justice League story. So that's why we probably got JLA taking place in the missing five years. Hello. And why we've got all those dead Superman and Hitch's first issue. Mhm. Mhm. They're gonna pull mm-hmm. something. They're gonna that that issue where he went to Dark Side's world. They're gonna pull that out from there. Yeah. So okay. So now, so basically, see, people, oh, we no, know our New Fifty Two history. We know our New Fifty Two history. Well, okay. Not so, like some people. <laughs> right. So, all the number ones except Justice League in Action started at year five. Mhm. Right? And right. we are Yes, we are 4 years into the new 52. I don't care if they changed it to DCYOU. It's the same crap. Yes. So, so that is four, where the 9 so, years comes from. <laughs> so 4 plus 5 makes 9, right? So that's why the yes. kid is 9 years old. He was born before Clark, Lois, and the kid, Jonathan, were lost their earth, okay? Talk about losing more than Batman, okay? Hello, hello. Mm-hmm. But yet, okay, this Superman has lost a hell of a lot more than any Batman ever, and he still has the personality where he wants to do the right thing, he thinks the best of people, blah, blah, blah. Super Loser doesn't have a freaking clue. He's still throwing Super Loser still throwing tantrums because he lost his parents at the age of eighteen and quick immediately forgot everything they ever taught him. And then um, you know, he was lonely and he was afraid and so he kissed Wonder Woman. And so they decided to date because they have the emotional IQ of a minus six month year old. So, so people are like IQ, right? And so people are like, why did he have to be on the same Earth as New Fifty Two Superman? They were just developing New Fifty Two Superman. They developed squat on New Fifty Two Superman. <laughs> Can we talk? That's what we've been complaining about for four years. They've done absolutely no building. It's tear down, tear down, tear down. Rely on pre-Flashpoint Superman's memories, of course, because, you know, that's the only thing they have tear down. They haven't built anything with New 52 Superman, other than mm-hmm. give him a majestic collar. And he snogs Wonder Woman. That's about it. And he snogs Wonder Woman. This is, this is not Superman. We've been screaming this is not Superman since day one for the New 52, and I was screaming it since Monk. Like, where's Clark Kent? Where's Clark Kent? If you don't have, and we had this, this huge discussion yesterday on Twitter. If you don't have mm. Clark Kent, you can't have Superman. No, you yeah, have exactly. to have Clark Kent first. Because Superman is truly that kid that was raised on a farm and wanted to do right things by exposing the truth through his writing. And when he found out mm-hmm. he had powers, that was just another way to expose, you know, evil and take care of injustice and, you know, make humanity better, you know. Mm-hmm. And humanity... That's why, and that's why I love 
Swarvel because they took 10 years to develop Clark Kent's personality and 10 years to tell that story. That's the story you have to tell before you tell a Superman story. We don't care about the guy who flies in the air. We care about the guy who is behind all that, who is giving that flying guy his character. Where's his heart and soul? It's not exactly. flying. Clark Kent is the heart and soul. Clark right. Kent is the weight, the gravitas of Superman. Without that, you just have that guy who's floating in the air. No one cares about that. That's the emotional that IQ of a gnat. Of a spoon. Spoon. I'm lonely and fearful, and now I'm angry as hell all the time. Mm. Mm. A spoon has more emotional range than this guy. I don't know why. I just picked a spoon because it has zero shape on it. That's his IQ, zero. Yeah, he's... Uh, and it's because they but, took two-thirds of his mythology away day one of the New 52, and we're like, then who the hell is he? Well, he's Superman. He flies, and see, he has a majestic collar, and we took his mm-hmm. trunks off because, you know, we're man modernizing. and Jim Lee is going to revamp the character, which he did, which he got Bob Harris to buy into because, you know, they share the same brain, and because that's how Eddie Berganza became Superman editor. Mm-hmm. And because you know why? I'm pretty sure everybody... Idelson was giving them guff. Can we get Clark and Lois back together? Things are not happening here. Yeah, yeah. here's probably like, uh, people are, are angry. Uh, uh, have you seen these comments? Uh, uh, maybe we should get Clark and Lois back together. Yeah. Guys? I mean, guys? it was Idelson who hired Diggle. Yeah. And you know what, what my answer is towards everybody that says, oh, well, why does old Superman have to be on the same earth as new Superman? And I'm like, because we don't have a Superman currently right. on Earth Zero. Well, and look at, we need... Look. Go ahead. And you know what? They've, I think they've been planning this since 2012. Because of oh, at the, least. The cover that they have, that they pulled out from the the, the dust work there, yeah. um, we know, okay, we have hawk-like memories. We remember. Um, and I think that they knew the direction that they were taking Superman in was going to fail miserably. Yes, you somebody did, some did people, for sure. Some, yeah. Somebody, somewhere knew, somebody, somebody knew. And, yes, you would get some people interested in a gritty Superman, and they're going to be like, ooh, let's let's pick this comic up and see what's it all about. But once they dug deeper, no one's going to want the same monotone Superman over and over and over and over again. Nobody wants well, that. Here's the other way to look at it. If you depend on pre-Flashpoint Superman, to do your dirty work, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, to because you're not developing the guy that showed up in 2011, right? If mm-hmm. you depend on the previous guy, why not just have the previous guy? Exactly. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's the one people identify with. It's the one people think about. 
It's the guy that's still on my, my juice bottle and my water bottle and my lunch tin. You know, when you go in and you buy something Superman-related, there's no New 52 guy. Well, here there, there isn't. Um, it's, it's all either Man of Steel or pre-52 guy with his trunks. So it's, it, that's the Superman everybody knows. Why not just give it to the people? Yeah, and I, I really hope I really hope after these twelve issues, we have stood by, we have yapped, we have shouted, we have talked, we have cried, we have bled enough for this. I really hope that they revamp it and they either ditch this whole New Fifty Two idea, or they replace Superman, or because I would I would give two hoots if New Fifty Two Superman disappeared off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Because the the guardians of Oa thought he was a menace to the world, and they sent him to the, the sixth dimension or something. I don't care, and he's gone. He's never coming back. And pre fifty two Superman takes over. I wouldn't care. I would not care. I would be so happy. I would be like, this is a godsend, you know. Because and nobody cares about New Fifty Two Superman. Nobody. No. And, you know, it kind of makes you wonder if that was their whole plan, you know, to destroy Superman. Because it seems obvious that that's what they want to do. If all editorial, meaning Jim Lee, Ed Her- Bob Harris, and Eddie Berganza comes to the writers and says, okay, stir him up, get him in lots of trouble. You know, his order numbers are already in trouble. These are not the words to be saying to the creators. What they should be Mm -hmm. doing is like, okay, guys, we need some great ideas to bring these order numbers up. What can we do with the character to bring him up out of the dregs of CD class character? I mean, Superman, really? Below 40,000? This is wonk all over again. This is War of Superman all over again. Mm -hmm. So... So anyway, so let's just, you know, this is what they're doing. Apparently, March 2016 is the must because they're doing the number 50s then. Ooh, 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 baby, baby. <laughs> Apparently, Greg Capullo, I don't know if it, be, it starts in, with 51 or just after 51, is leaving the Batman book. Yeah, I read that. And people were like dying there, and I don't know what was happening. Um, people were like, "What? With, Why? Yeah. Why? He's working Why? with he's working with Mark Millar on a creator-owned book. But apparently, according to Scott Snyder's tweets, him and Greg have plans for Batman after Greg comes back. So let's just hope mm-hmm. Millar gets his stuff done on time, huh? Um. So, Max Landis has a book coming out in November called American Alien, and we talked about this a little bit last week, but Max mm. really understands Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Why he's and essential to himself. understands Superman. Yes, because he's essential to the Superman mythology. Mm-hmm. You can't remove Clark Kent from the Superman mythology. Hello. 
Hello. You can remove Bruce Wayne from the Batman mythology and just give him memories of his parents dying. That's all you need from Bruce Wayne. But you can't remove Clark Kent from the Superman mythology. It just doesn't work. And the New 52 is proving that every single issue. Mm-hmm. So what were some of the things that Max said about American Alien and Clark Kent? Let me open that one. Because I know we read something last week, didn't we? Um, Yeah, but you showed us that video thing. Right, there was a bunch of videos. Yeah. He did four videos Max. with um, Columbus. CBR. And I yeah, think... he can't. Oh, he can talk. Shoo, he can talk. Yeah, he can jabber. But he gets very excited but, about the subject, and that's good. But you know what? You know what? It all makes sense when he talks about it. Afterwards, yeah. he's like, I'm getting to my point. Don't worry. And you're like, ah, this makes, this makes absolute sense. Right. I don't know. Do you have that open? I don't have that. No, name. I don't have it. Oh, well, anyway, basically he, what he said, he said that there's going to be a sexy issue. Number three, I'm like, yeah, we need some sexy clock. We've been so robbed. We have gorilla arms clock in Superman. Um, I will never get over that one issue where Superman's arms reached down to his ankles and he wasn't even bending over. And well, face- I mean, you know, Killer Croc looks like the Hulk in that one panel. <laughs> and Life Why You Looked So Manly. I was like, did she, did, is she transgender now or yeah. something? These are what the questions we then? ask with no answers. So, yeah. And then and then I found out, no, she's still female because she's in, in Batgirl. So I was like, oh, okay. All right. What happened here? But And she looks so nice in Batgirl. Right, but Max Landis understands the importance of Clark Kent. Yes, he does. He and he only talked about Clark Kent. He was like, "I don't want to know about the guy." You know, he's like, "I prefer a little bit depowered Superman to a guy who can, you know, blow out the sun with the, with a, you know." Um, yes, Superman did do that. He blew out the sun with the candle. Um. You know, but he said, I do prefer a little bit depowered Superman because, you know, he can't spin backwards in some time and things like that. Because it grounds him more. Because he needs to be that guy who goes on a date with his girlfriend. Didn't say a name, but we all know it's mostly. And, you know, date gets ruined because he has to go say something. And he's like, you know, that's what I want to know about. That's what I want to. I don't want to see the, the, the battling alien floating in space, contemplating about his place in the world. I want to see the guy who knows that he is human, he was raised human, and he has to protect humanity. And, he's, you know, one of the things that I, I love that he keeps keeps on saying he keeps comparing him to, you know, Spider-Man and Batman and Wonder Woman and all these people. And he's like, Batman, you know, trauma, you know, his parents got shot. Spider-Man is kind of a dick because, you know, he's, he's guilted into right being... Reasons. Yeah, he's guilted into, which is completely true. Um, he's guilted into being a superhero because because of his one action, his uncle dies. And so for the rest of his life, he keeps thinking back out to 
because I did something wrong here, you know, he's, it's guilt that weighs upon him. Oliver Queen discovered an island. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> that's basically that, it. And he that's made a bow and arrow. That's it. That's basically it, yes. Oliver Queen discovered an island. I don't care how much you arrow fans <laughs> yap at me. It's so true. Um, you know, Green Lantern was was picked and was you know went through a whole police academy regime sort of thing. Wonder Woman was trained from birth to be Wonder Woman. Okay, she was she's an Amazon. She's born in Amazon. She's trained to do this. The thing she's that Amazon Clark, period. She's an Amazon period. Yeah. Um, the thing that separates Clark from all of them is that he's this guy who discovered he had powers and he, he you know, chooses to go, what does he choose to do with these powers? He goes to high school, he goes to college, he goes and gets a job and then on the odd occasion puts on red tights and saves the world. Yeah. And he says, you know, it, it's still Clark in that in that suit that, that's fighting for truth, justice and all of that. So, yeah, the, the guy gets Clark Kent, I just want American Alien to come out. I want to read the first issue. I'm very excited for this book. I have already, uh, well, you can't pre-order it or anything, but put it on your pull list. Uh, I have, I've already been promoting it. I'm like, I can't wait for this book. Tweet about it. Get the message out there. Max Landis says, you know, this was the last Superman book he ever writes. This is it. This is the story he wanted to do. He wanted to do a story about Clark Kent. So happy, um, yeah. Go and buy it. Yeah, uh, put it on your pull list. It comes out in November, so you still have to wait. Um, yeah. And Neil, Neil Adams is ha- has a Superman project coming out. What in December? December, so January, something. it hasn't been solicited. It's it's like rumor date that's going around on Bleeding Cool and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah. We don't know, but it's coming out. We've yeah. uh, we've seen some stuff he's drawn on his Facebook and things. Look like Lois Lane's in there. <gasps> really? Yeah. Did you not that see that? Neil... I should... You did? I don't remember. Yeah, Neil Neil Adams on Facebook. Go 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 look at it. Well, Lois let's Lane. do let's do Superman Lois and Clark first. Yes. Okay. We got the preview okay. for it, and how many pages is it? Five pages. Yep. Uh, it is five pages of pure joy. It is the first time I am actually excited for a comic in a right. long, long time. I mean, I was excited when it was just announced, and we just got the cover, and it was like there. You know, now I'm even more excited because we've got oh, it's an actual freaking comic coming out. They're not. They're not. They're not skimping on it. You know, it's coming out this week because they gave us a preview, so they didn't change the date. Now, um, they, ha- they have an old cover that Tony Daniel did in 2012. Mm. If I remember correctly, this was just this was supposed to come out after the Diggle run, right? Yes, yes. It was uh, attached to, if you go and you re-download your action comics, the uh, Diggle run, it's only three comics. Uh, it's 
the attached to the first one. Um, Nineteen twenty and twenty one was the Dickel run. Yeah, Action. it's on. Yeah. It's it's at the back of nineteen. Uh, and it's new things to come, blah, blah, blah. And I thought this was going to tie into that whole hell on earth thing because he has a black suit there. Um, up until the point when I saw this cover on this, I thought it was hell on earth, you know? So I, um, I don't know. (laughs) There's a story behind this, though, because Tony actually did a new cover for Superman, Lois, and Clark, correct? Yes, he did. He has not replied. I, I suppose he's busy at a con or something. I don't know where he is. Probably. Um, but he has not replied. He did a... What he did is he did, you know, those um, pages of options where they give you, like, option A, B, C, D, and right. stuff, like a rough sketch yeah. That's what he did, and he presented to DC. Um, and then he said they had picked one. He didn't tell me which one. He didn't give me, like, a description of it or anything. Um, and you didn't I haven't see the seen... sketches either, right? No, I didn't get to see anything. Okay. He just said it was a sweet cover, so um, don't know. It could have been, like, a family picture portrait thing. Um, right. And then he said plans changed at the last minute, and I know he had to. I know he was very busy with um, Batman and Robin Eternal number one because he had to do a lot of redrawings for that. They hmm. sent him back like they sent him back like a lot of pages, and he said he had to redraw a lot of stuff. Like, um, what's the name? Stephanie Brown was supposed to appear in this. And if you read the comics, she she's nowhere to be seen. So, right now they did have um, a new cover, uh, and they changed the Superman symbol to be mostly yellow, and it has Superman, Lois, and Clark across it. Yeah, it's very reminiscent of um, the New Adventures of Superman, of uh, Lois and Clark, the New Adventures of Superman. If you go back and look at that, it's on the back of his cape. The yellow S is on his, on the back of his cape, and it has Lois and Clark there. So that's immediately that's what it reminds me of. Like and they it just took it from there. Clark has a thick clear curl. He has glasses. He also has a beard, which could tie into I was sixty days in a black hole and grew <laughs> a beard thing, which also has to do with convergence. Remember, boys and girls. True. True. He know, like, why does he old. have a beard? You know, <laughs> why, why, why? <laughs> uh, it also has Lois on it. It has Jonathan, their son, who is now nine mm-hmm. years old. And and he uh, found the cape. Dun, dun, dun. He found the cape with the yellow us on it. And Clark is wearing uh, a suit similar to the suit he wore after he came back from the dead. Uh, mm. Except he has white boots. I don't know what that's about. No guns. Red no guns. <laughs> no guns. Thank you, John Peters, you douche. And he's got a belt with an S on it. And so, you know, uh, and he's got a majestic collar. Gosh, does he have to use the collar? But the, uh, it's, that co- it's not majestic. It's just like keeping him warm. 
He lives in California. Okay, I have no response to that. It's keeping him warm. It's a polar neck. It's winter time there. Yeah, right. He lives in the high Sierras. Thank you. <laughs> um, and this that cover was done by Lee Weeks. So yes. hopefully we can get that one. Lee Weeks did so many variants of this, of this cover. Um, I hope they print all the co- variants of it. Because there's one that's um, in the background, if you look. There's like all the worlds from Convergence. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just just. It, he did so many covers. It, it's amazing how much of of artistry and work and thought goes into the, these things from good artists. Right. Um, for Um Okay, yeah. so basically we have the first panel that we got in the preview has Wonder Woman sticking her sword in Darkseid's eye. Now this would be from Justice League 1 through 6 when they had the dark side battle rather mm-hmm. than the dark side war, which is going on right now. And it says, I remember it like it was yesterday. Of course it always is. We'd only been <laughs> we only remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we're like, can we change that? Um, we'd only been here a year, a day or so, meaning Clark, Lois, and Jonathan. An entire world new to us but so very young, okay? And then you got Aquaman stabbing Darkseid with the trident. You've got Flash. I don't know what he's doing, running, I suppose. He's, he's throwing Aquaman. <laughs> oh, he's through Aquaman. And then it says, okay. unaccustomed, unaccustomed to the sheer level of power they were confronting, just when it ha- appeared hopeless, uh, super loser, who would you do anything calling that then? Plows into dark side, okay, as only, you know, he can. And says, um, there he was. Not my Superman, but Superman nonetheless. Now, this obviously is Lois. Because I don't mm. think it's Jonathan. Even then, the battle wasn't won. They needed more. But in that instant, Cyborg closed the boom tubes. And we see dark side say, I will return. And... It was over. Dark side was beaten. Not really, but okay. Not really. You just sent back home. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. This must have been after Batman went and got Superman from Apocalypse. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. 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 So, and so Diana says they're all gone, and Hal goes, "Nice job, kid," to Cyborg. Um, you see Superman lifting a car, and you see Batman and Aquaman in the background, <laughs> standing around. And she says, to this day, I'm amazed he held back. My husband was a microsecond away from stepping in. And we're like, yeah, real soups would not stand by while these losers, you know, don't do their real job. Soups. Real soups is standing on top of a building saying, what? the hell is going on here? And he's wearing the blue. He's wearing the blue and the red Mm -hmm. and the red trunks. And the red trunks. And And no collar. So, um, you want to take it from there? Um, Okay. 
so it it continues um, from my husband was a microsecond away from stepping in, from revealing himself as Superman, and it has a big Superman. Yay! Yay! And it's a big splash page of true blue Superman standing there looking at these children like, ay, ay, ay. Um, and then it continues. Uh, I'm grateful it didn't come to that. This earth is so different from our own. Suspicious, doubting, edgy, without faith. Okay, let's stop so right true. there. So true. Lowest link. <laughs> Just Lois nailed it Just already. This the is a world two, without three. hope, faith, heart. Um, if it ain't it's dark, dark and gritty and grungy, forget it. It's gritty, it's doubting, it's suspicious. Yeah. It's edgy. not a world that can edgy. It's not a mm. world that can harbor faith and hope and all that good tingly stuff. Okay. And so we have a fighter jet coming in. And he says, I have another one out there. Accelerating fast. Mach 2. And Superman's like, Pfft. and this is true, true Superman. And he's like flying. And then he just poof, breaks, you know, and oh, ground speed record. Yeah, he just poof, and he's gone. Um, and so we have the radio coming into the fight pilot. Stay on him. We need to get a handle on. And he's like, too late. He's gone. So fast, I didn't even get a look at him. Yeah. Um, and then we get to see this farm. Hmm. And it's Which has raining. Which has been better days. Which has been, but yeah, it's like a run-down farmhouse. But it's mm-hmm. got the tractor out there and everything. And so Lois is still narrating. We didn't fully grasp all the differences, but we knew we couldn't let them know about us. About our baby. <laughs> and you see, it. you zoom in and into the house, and Lois is on the couch. Uh, she's feeding Jonathan, and the house is leaking because of the rain and stuff. And I think over the radio, it's coming yeah. in, where a colorful group of self, self-themed heroes appear to have saved Metropolis from a truly disastrous fate. Hoy, you have no idea how disastrous. <laughs> mm. And then Superman says, from out of panel, says, well, that was interesting. <laughs> and he's, and then you go to the next page, and he's toweling himself down. And Lois was like, I was listening, Clark. Thought for sure you would get involved. He says, almost did, Lois. Their inexperience was obvious. But they pulled it out. Cyborg teaming with the League instead of the Titans. I may never get used to this world. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Meanwhile, Lois <laughs> I is burping the baby. Yeah, Lois is burping the baby. And I'm like, I still haven't gotten used to this. And so then he's like, you must be freezing, right? Oh, here you go. Here, you must be freezing. And he's using his heat vision to start fire. Thank you. I've been so busy feeding Jonathan that I didn't have time to fight the fire. This place isn't so awfully bad, you know. <laughs> yeah, Lois, yeah, Lois. But she's talking about the house, not not the world. Mm. Leaky, rustic, and crude. Maybe, but it's our rustic and crude. 
And he tells her, you deserve better. I'm like, yes, fuck. Over here by this time, I think I was crying at the preview because I was like, this is so multi-toned. There's so many, there's so many messages hidden in all of this. And she says, what matters is that we're together. Even on an earth so different from ours. I'm crying by now. And he sits down on the couch next to me and says, Another Wonder Woman and Batman, another me. She says, as long as I have you and John, I can be happy. She smiles and she rests her head on his shoulder and uh, John on his S. And Superman says, we lost a lot, Lois. Parents, family, friends, everything. But they're still happy. Oh, and that's yeah, where the okay. ends. And people, I'm like, I want more. People say Lois isn't a superhero. Excuse me. She lost her entire world, and she still got it together. Mm-hmm. She yep. still can analyze the situation. She can tell that this world is just hopeless. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what, she what has a baby. Yeah, but she still has hope because her Clark and their son are together. Mm-hmm. Okay. That shows a mega difference between the attitudes of the pre-Flashpoint people to the New 52 folks. They're just pathetic, and they wallow in their despair all the time, or they just do outrageous things because, oh, well, I'll just do this, you know, and it's like no, there's because no, there's no foundation. Okay, so it looks like a, I'm buying that one next week, okay? Um, if mm-hmm. not, maybe a couple more issues besides just the just one. Um, so let's talk about these comments. This preview appeared ex- on, exclusively on uh, Comic Vine, and mm-hmm. Tony's a good guy. Yep. Um, uh, from I, I just checked it just before uh, I called for the for the show. It's like a hundred and four comments. I would say 96% of all of them go something like this. Yeah, the real Superman. Where has he been for so long? I'm intrigued. I'm looking forward to this. Also, Lee Weeks on the Arch is awesome. Um, Superman, missed you, big guy. Where you been? <laughs> One Honestly, I don't care in which form or medium this Superman comes. I've been waiting so long for him. I just take him on any stage in any form. I'm so pulling this. Is and it, it basically goes on like that about everybody talking about yes, real Superman is back. Um, you know, and it's it just it's so comforting for me to find I'm not the only one well, who thinks. Yeah. Like, it's not our little group of friends on Twitter and stuff. There's this whole other huge, huge following of Superman. I mean, a hundred comments, right? And if you're going to multiply that by people, all these people, and there was one formancer that jumped in here, like, you know, we're not going to recognize you from your icon. But um, everybody else was like, I've been waiting for the Superman since Superman Unchained ended which ended too abruptly. And, you know, um, 
you know, people saying, yes, pre-Flashpoint Superman is back. I'm so buying this comic. It's just so comforting. I was going through these, these comments when I made my comments, and, um, you know, it, it was just, I was just so, it was just like a warm hug of a reunion, you know, where, where people are coming together. And I was like, yes, okay, I hope this book, I hope everybody who's commenting here goes and buys this book. Right. Well, and here's the other thing. Oh, first I want to say hi to Wendy Sue. Hey. And Wendy Donaldson. Sue, hello. Yes, and Donaldson, who says Lois should be a superhero, which she, which she is. Hello. Um, she is. Um, just wish DCE realized it. Um, let's take action comics just for one comic, okay. Since issue two. That book has lost over 110,000 orders. Okay. Mm-hmm. 110,000 orders is some, about half, well, anyway, most of the time that's more than Batman makes. Yeah. Definitely more than Justice League gets. Oh, okay. I don't know when last, I don't know when last Justice League hits 100,000. Right. So, 110,000 people walked away from Action Comics. Well, actually, mm-hmm. it's more than that. Sometimes it's 115, sometimes it's 118,000. It just depends on the month. So, you got that many people who walked away from that one Superman book. Okay? That means you've got an audience out there that you could be reaping the benefits of and have a top-notch book. But DCE right. saw fit not to bring those people back and to continue to tell them, you're not a new reader, you're not a future reader, we don't need you. Mm-hmm. So you are not alone because obviously there's at least 110,000 plus who feel the exact same way you did. Exactly. And mm-hmm. So that's, the thing about this is we have to make sure that this book is getting publicized, that enough people that, the people that walked away have knowledge of it and say, okay, you know, you really think that, that I would enjoy it? Yes, you need to go and get it. Because this would help the industry because it would help the local comic book shops if more people were coming in and says, hey, I want that Superman, Lois, and Clark. You know, that would help DCE books, put them in the black instead of the red, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, why they didn't do this three years ago or whatever, you know, I don't know. They, We keep saying it's got to be their egos. Somebody's just damn stubborn when it comes to Superman. So, oh, yeah. I've been, how long have I been hopping on that, that people are yeah. too egotistical to see the failures of their um, my fingers are up in, in inverted commas. Yeah. Business decisions. Or they're yeah. bad ideas. They're bad ideas. So, Horrible ideas. Um, I went to my local comic book shop because I was like, I want to make sure it's on my pull list. I'm not paranoid, I swear. So I got down there <laughs> and I said, hey, uh, do I have, he said, I don't have anything for you. And I said, yeah, I know, because I haven't been pulling anything. Hello. And I said, well, I want to make sure I have Superman, Lois, and Clark. And he goes, 
Okay, let me check. And he goes, Superman Lois? Okay, no, that was two years ago. I said, so <laughs> Superman Lois and Clark? He goes, oh, yeah, the Convergence thing. I go, yeah, it comes out next week. And he goes, oh, I'm going to read that. He says, the other stuff they're giving me, forget it. So, mm-hmm. you know, this guy's been working there, I know, for maybe a decade, maybe longer. And, you know, he's a comic book guy, okay? And he reads mm-hmm. all the books. Well, what book? he's a DC guy, too. And he's not into what these people are producing, creating. Oh, put Superman in trouble again. <laughs> uh, no. We're wait- they finally, I- I'm sure that they had this plan for a long time. Because when the minute, you know, the numbers started diving, and I bet you it was when Superman Wonder Woman made less than 100000 on their first book. Yeah, I that, just want to, I just want to, I keep, I will keep saying this till the day I run out of breath in my lungs. Superman Wonder Woman number one never made a second printing. It did not go to a second no. printing. It did not make 100000 It did no. not make 95000 It made 94 some odd, okay? So, yeah, your book sucked. Well, and, okay, you've got two, two giant icons of the DC Universe and they couldn't get a hundred thousand on their first right. book. I mean, people keep telling me that, oh, I shouldn't compare it to Batman Superman number one, and I'm like, why the hell not? Why it's the hell not? Two thirds, exactly. It's the two thirds of the DC, you know, tr- uh, Trinity. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman is a household name. Batman is a household name. Superman is a global name. Um. And so if you're going to put Superman and Wonder Woman on a cover, even if people didn't know it was about the relationship or whatever, people were going to pick up that book and look at it because they want to know, they know who Superman and Wonder Woman is. And people were not interested because of the whole dog pony Yahoo circus (laughs) thing that they had. And everybody everybody knew it was about their relationship. And people were like, we're not even getting... Anywhere within a hundred yard radius of this book. Well, here's the thing DCE, whoever had control over Superman, and we're all pretty sure it was Jim Lee, mm-hmm. had, had this idea of what they thought Superman should be. And so they put him with Wonder Woman because that's all they could think of to do with Wonder Woman. And it wasn't until Ad says, hey, let me write her for three years, you know. I'll save her butt. And he did, basically. He basically saved Wonder Woman. But there was no one to save Superman. Okay, we could argue that Grant Morrison did, but Grant Morrison spent, what, 20 issues in the past? He never came to the present. He stayed back in that six months before Justice League thing. He's like, I'm not getting up there in that wallow. So the way they presented that the eventual book was the two, August twenty second, two thousand twelve, Dog and Pony Show, where Lee just came out and said, "Hey, this is going to be the couple." And people said, "Well, what about Lois?" Oh, well, no, she's got a boyfriend, and Clark's despondent. And so, but that didn't cover. You know, that was in the present time. The five and a half years before in action, you're saying Clark and Lois 
you know, having interaction, especially in Action 12, which came out the same month as stupid Justice League 12. So then you get the mm-hmm. Dog and Pony show with here's the foment, take it or leave it. But, you know, we know it'll cause water cooler chatter. Yeah, that really sells books, Jimbo. And so, <laughs> so then I they were like, I will never oh, we get need over a book. water cooler chatter. <laughs> and then they they contracted with Match.com to do the profiles, which were abysmal. All they talked about was hormones and altruistic values. And we're sitting there going, yeah. that makes I, a relationship. I, read I never so. read the Match.com uh, profiles till this week. Um, yeah, I've read them multiple I, I don't want to, no, you see, I didn't want, I didn't want to give myself heartache and stuff. And I was like, who wrote this up? Did a 12-year-old write them up? Because it's like, right. Wonder Woman took a semester in Fringe. Superman took a semester in Fringe. I think Wonder Woman took more than a semester in Fringe. Um, uh, from the Wonder Woman, from the Wonder Woman, I know she's she's fluent in a couple of languages. Oh, Superman's supposed um, to be fluent in like eight languages. Hello. Yeah, well, this is New Fifty Two Superman. Yeah, he's stupid. Can't even speak English. Can't speaking. He can't even speak Kryptonian. Okay. No. Um. Oh, he had to learn that from a machine. He had to learn that from Wonder He's like, what word did you use? Like, he still didn't huh? understand it when Zod tricked it. But I think the problem is, is they're pre... Okay, this is typically... I mean, if you looked at Wildstorm's history, it, and, you know, and he came from Marvel, it's usually take it or leave it. This is what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Um the presentation was just horrible. I mean, okay, here's your relationship, and then they came out with that poll, you know, which you doctored to make it accurate. It was a complete poll of people who were not couples right, right. in the new my, my doctor's poll was the proper one. Yes. But just put that out the there. entire poll were people who were not couples in the new 52. They may mm. have been couples in pre-52, except for the number one couple who... Mm. Who in the hell voted for that? Nobody. They just did Nobody. it. Nobody. PR stuff. Oh, the foment is the number one couple. Really? You know, if the foment had to go up against pre fifty two Dick and Babs, they wouldn't have a they wouldn't have a prayer. Okay? Oh no, they wouldn't even. I mean, that one person that runs the foment's blog and the hundred and fifty bully accounts on Twitter. Yeah. Would probably try and vote like. As many times as possible, but I mean, there's like but Dick and Babs. The point is, is that 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 poll, there was no reaching out to people and say, "Oh, vote for your favorite." No, there was none of that. There was just, "Here's a poll here, and look who's number one." And everybody's like, "What is this?" Mm-hmm. Okay, it, you don't, you know, it's it's like okay, the trust was broken. Yeah. So like, what is this crap? You know, they were force-feeding this stuff down our throats, and, you know, it was like, we don't want it. We don't want this. Go away. Go away. So, um, let's see. Batman Superman came out in May of 2013. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't have anybody to write the, the Fomance book because Diggle left. So, right. 
they had to hire somebody to write the foment. Now, Diggle knew what everybody else knew because there was, okay, when they pulled the foment bullcrap, it divided the company. You had creators who were like, I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. I'm not mm-hmm. ruining my career over that stuff. And, you know, so then they had their minion, like Scott Lobdell, who eventually writed, started to write both Superman and Action, which, oh, you want to talk about dives in order numbers. Okay, so then they mm-hmm. hired, Charles Soule was writing Swamp Thing. He did have one issue that where he put Superman in Swamp Thing, and he did have a good, good take on Clark, okay? But again... Anything outside the Superman group book books, they use pre fifty two Superman for the story. They don't use Super Loser. So when so Soul, who just came who was an indie, who just started to write um Swamp Thing and then eventually Red Lantern, he jumped at the chance because, you know, then he could write for D C and make a name for himself. So he comes out, guns blazing, saying, oh, Diana and Steve had done it, and that Clark and Diana would be kissing in the sky, and, oh, they're going to be between the sheets and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And then wasn't what till this past year that we saw Tony Daniels, one of Tony Daniels' original panels for issue number one of the Fomance, where Clark was indeed under the sheets with Diana, and he's looking like, oh, that was great, and she's like, oh. My hero, you know, and it's like that's not Wonder Woman, and what the hell is Clark doing? And so that got taken out, and we got some other vague kind of thing, you know. Did they even kiss? We weren't sure. So, so oh then, no, that first issue they were they were so like like sad in that first issue. Oh yeah, and Clark gave her the flower. Yeah. Yeah. Which reminded her of him, her, him of her, a little bit strange. I'd have smacked his butt across the room. He said that to me. <laughs> what do you call it, strange, Kryptonian boy? <laughs> you know. But no. Oh, that was perfectly fine. So then we go twelve months of this crap. You know. Oh, I love you, Diana. Before we die, before you die, let's make an atom bomb. You know. It's like what? <laughs> And, oh, let's let the little people clean up our mess, you know. And we're like, oh, Lois is green. Oh, she's not green. Oh, she's green again. Oh, Diana, go implode my fortress of solitude. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I have to read what I just, I Google searched while you were talking mm-hmm. uh, to see if I could find that, that DC poll. Oh, yeah. Um, and I typed in DC superpower couple. First picture that pops up is Lois and Clark. Yeah, baby. Okay. And oh, wow, 75 plus years together. And, oh, because he's dating Wonder Woman now, we're just supposed to forget all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, this, is, this is what the whole thing said, because it doesn't even say it was a poll, okay? It says, um, some of them are looking for truth and justice. Others are looking for revenge. Still, others are looking to wreak havoc, but all of them are looking for love. Yes. While our heroes and villains may not be known as strong fighters, brilliant thinkers, and, uh, and cunning criminals, 
Many of their best moves have nothing to do with defeating opponents. In honor of Justice League 12's now infamous Super Snog, we present to you our, our list of DC's top 10 power couples. Those perfect little pairs who have stolen each other's hearts and ours. Aww. Okay, but there's no love in the new 52. There never has been. That's what I'm These couples complaints. don't exist. These couples don't exist. Read the list. And tell, okay. tell people what was happening in the new 52 with those supposed couples. Okay, number one, Superman, Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, they're fighting with each other. Number two, Aquaman and Mira. Aquaman, oh, so complicated. Aquaman just got raped by Mira's sister who was posing as him and I I don't know what's going on there. Batman Catwoman one issue. That was it. it, it it's not a, a love story. Apollo and Midnight I who? Do, do they even have a comic? Green yeah, Lantern they were in that Stars- Stormwatch thing. Oh, wow. How long did Stormwatch last, Holly? Uh, I think it was actually the last Wildstorm book to go under. Wow, well, well done. Uh, Green Anthem Star Sapphire. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Not a couple. <laughs> this one is funny. Number six, Mr. Miracle and Big Bada. <laughs> Number seven, Hawkman, Hawk Girl. Wait a minute, Number Bart eight. is not even. Wait a minute, Bart has never been in the New Fifty Two. She's been in Future's End, but she's not even been in the New Fifty Two. Future's End was what four years later. I know exactly. Hawkman and Hawk Girl is number seven. Um, not, not happening eight. because no, he not was happening. savage because Hawk Girl was not around. Hello. Um, number eight is Joker and Harley Quinn. Didn't happen. Joker tried to kill Harley Quinn in the New 52. Um, number nine, Green Arrow and Black Canary. They don't know that each other exists. Okay, can we talk about Black Canary for a second? Her parents weren't even married yet. They were on Team 7. Ollie was running around as the Green Arrow. What what was he Mm going to date, a, a baby? That didn't exist yet? Hello? (laughs) And number 10 is Laffy's and his power battery. Real love there. Yeah, that's real romance for you. That's DCE romance right there. So, yeah, it was completely doctored and, 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 yeah, fake. Yeah, there's no romance in the new 52. Mm-hmm. I mean, really? Come on! And that came out just after the the Dog and Pony show. What date was on there? Oh, I just closed it. Um, Dog of Sun? History. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was August 27th. Oh, just five days after the announcement. Oh, wow. <laughs> Four days before the actual comic. Or two days before mm-hmm. the actual Comics. Two two days before the actual comic, yeah. Yeah, they had a it was list. Like, 
they had before given, anybody they, saw they the gave freaking the preview. Comic. Yeah, they gave the preview, uh, so they showed the, the cover. Wow. Okay, and then they wonder why 110 plus left Action Comics. Okay, and that's down the line. I mean, Superman never made. I think in its second issue, it was down to 90 something, 96 something. Okay. Mm -hmm. It never rose above that, ever. No. I think when Lobdell was writing it, it went down to 32,000. 31. Okay. So, you know, and so, say, la 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 la. You know, Batman Superman showed up in May of 2013, and the Fomance didn't show up till October 2013. And nobody could save those books. Nobody. But. Nope. But. Are you there? Are you going to go away? Yeah. Hello? No, no. I'm here. Okay. Hello? Um, Scott Snyder decided for Superman's anniversary that something had to be done besides just depending on the Man of Steel movie. He decided mm-hmm. to write a Superman story. So, of course, Jim Lee had to jump on board so he could sabotage it. Right? <laughs> yep. So and sabotage he did. And he did. A nine-issue book took 15 months to come out. There were two months of resolicit. Yep. I didn't I mean, even they, know what a resolicit was until that day. Yeah. And why? Because... Snyder had Clark and Lois together in the book. Yep. He wasn't dating Wonder Woman. <laughs> Hi, they. And still to this yeah, day, he, I mean, even in this in these com in this comic fine thing, they they still they still have people say, "Oh, I hope Wonder Woman and Superman make out in the sky." I'm like, are you kidding me? Go read Frank Miller. Yeah, probably Frank Miller. <laughs> oh, I guess their daughter shows up in that thing. Yeah, but it's so weird because they have Wonder Woman on a cover with Batman. Hmm. Who knows? One thing I did like was one of the people in the comment of Comic Vine about the preview of Superman, Lois, and Clark. I put up the mm-hmm. uh, Superman theme from the movie. Yep. Yep. So this is... He's like, Real Superman is coming back. Yeah, baby. So, this is kind of interesting in that, okay, you've got a Superman that's been here the whole nine years who everybody loves and adores. <laughs> and then you get Super Loser, who has five years of his story gone. And then you've got Justice League of America by Brian Hitch taking place in those missing five years. Mm-hmm. So they're up to something. Somebody up there is trying to get you know stuff going on. But, you know, some of these people defend New 52 Superman like he's he's cats me out, and I'm sitting there going, dude, he's not even Clark Kent. True, yeah. We don't know who this guy is. 
So, yeah. So, basically, at the New York Comic Con, they're saying, oh, you have to wait till issue 50 before you get to see us do anything. Mm-hmm. Really? That's March, dudes. We'll be watching the movie. We'll be spending our <laughs> entertainment money on the movie, not the comic books, on the movie. Because we might see the movie more than once. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to see the movie in every single version that is coming out in IMAX, 2D, 3D, everything. So, you know, the, oh, we're going to do something in March. <laughs> what are you going to do? Crisis on Infinite Earth again? I mean, come on. The, okay. They they celebrated Dark Knight, the Dark Knight anniversary of 30 years at New York Comic Con. They threw a big to-do. How big a bigger to-do did they throw for the 30th anniversary of Crisis on Infinite Earth? Zippo! Um, did, did Crisis on Infinite Earth even have an anniversary? Oh, yes, it was 30 years. When Convergence happened, that was the 30th anniversary. Mm, so it's so memorable. I, I I just, like, remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah. So basically, D- DC Entertainment. You know, oh, we've got the best characters in the world. Yeah, but you spit on them. You spit on the legacy of DC Comics. Mhm. You know, it's sit there and go, "We have the best." Co-. Yeah, you do, but you don't do squat with them. Except Batman, so because Frank Miller's back. Whatever. Yeah. Apparently, he's going to do yeah. it, an Atom mini too. Whatever. All I see is every every time there is a tweet or an update or an email that comes through and it says DK3, I delete it, I do not read it, I skip over that because it's just beating up Superman. Yeah. And I, and I don't want to see that, especially with a Batman that has a foot that's bigger than his arm. Okay, I'm a little confused. At the DK3 panel, as, who, you know, I know likes Superman, um, said, when you read DC Comics' version of the panel, he says, you'll like Superman again. Dot, dot, dot. But when, who was it? I guess, I think it was Bleeding Cool did it. They said that as a statement was, you'll like Superman's junk again because there's apparently him spreading his legs to see his junk, you know, in the suit. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so which one, which version of it is it? Are we really going to like Superman again? Because, you know, this is Frank Miller who despises mm. Superman. Because his big deal is having Batman beat up Superman. And he still, to this day, says Batman would win a fight between Superman and Batman. And we're like, no, sir. If so, it's because Clark would would hold back. But the thing about it is, is Miller doesn't write Clark as Clark. I don't know who the hell he writes. (laughs) But... Clark would hold back because that's what Clark does. He knows he can't full strength hit Bruce. But Bruce 
hey, a drop of kryptonite. He did, you know. But then anybody on the street could do that, too, if they had kryptonite, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. Like is special. I mean, and why does the Dark Knight need Superman to be a punching bag to make Batman look good? Why is that? Is that the big deal? Oh, Superman's a just, you know, a half-assed character, so we just have to beat the shit out of him in every book. Oh, he screws Wonder Woman and they have a kid. And what what good is Wonder Woman? Well, Wonder Woman basically does nothing in the books. She has his baby. She just gets, she gets raped. She and she raped has his baby. Up. Yeah. 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 So, and then she thinks know. his junk is so powerful. Like, oh, let's split the mountains again. Like, ew, what? So, yeah, and Batman's got to ride a horse. Whatever. He's probably screwing the horse, too. Who knows? Who a horse? <laughs> so, if I was the horse, I'd kick him. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> listen, I'm a huge Batman fan, and I think there are many good Batman stories out there. One of my least favorite I would put in the worst category of Batman stories is anything written by Frank Miller. Right. So, yeah, I don't think the world of Frank Miller. Sorry. Yeah, I don't worship at his feet either. Oh, one of my old Smallville friends says, where is all the DC surprises that we were supposed to get from New York Comic Con? We didn't get them. We don't deserve <laughs> surprises. surprises. Are you kidding me? The Same last surprise I got was Lois Lane's birthday, and surprise, it never came. No, it didn't. So, anyway. I don't know. What's this say? People are complaining to... 25 years to Wonder Woman have a super bang on your Sarah Mascara. Whatever that's about. Anyway, people are complaining that, okay, so when is the Wonder Woman movie? What year? Uh, the what? From what I've read, it takes place in three time zones. No, no, no. The year it actually comes out. Oh. <laughs> 2017. Okay, so 2017, this is still 2015. People are like, okay, so what are they going to do for Wonder Woman 75? Nothing. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting Batman v Superman featuring Wonder Woman. Uh, 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 Wonder Woman 50, <laughs> where she goes back and thinks about her conflicts with her boyfriend Superman. <laughs> there you go, there you go, there, there you, you go. go. Oh, you know what you're getting? You're getting Grant Morrison's Earth One. Well, yeah, but that, that, come out till, that comes out 2016. Oh, apparently there's a bunch of books coming out in 2016. Because the Didio is saying, oh, watch for these characters in 2016. And it's like, so, I don't know. So 50 is supposed to be a big deal in March, but then you got April and May. May free comic book day. So they're going to have a two-month thing. And then the summer thing, like they always do, and everybody's going to go to sleep and everything. I, you know, I just don't know. Listen, all the summer things minus the Batman stuff 
has always bombed. So, right. I don't look forward to it. So apparently they're going to put Clark back in the suit sooner than they wanted to. All right. Like everybody wants that freaking suit anyway. Um, I just hope you know that in maybe by March they'll have real soups beat the ever-loving crap out of Super Loser, and Lois, real Lois, smack the hell out of him, and Lois New Fifty Two Lois say join in on the free for all. <laughs> like yeah, she just schmuck. You never dated me, you butthead. Yeah, Mac. Okay, here's 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 my question. Okay, remember. Batman and Diana are supposed to have a secret that Clark doesn't know about. Mm-hmm. What if it's real soups and Lois? Ah. But then that doesn't explain Wonder Woman's behavior ever. Well, she's still like it Clark. Does. You know, she's up his butt all the time. She's like, I, we need to be connected at the hip, Clark. Because uh, I don't want you going and finding Lois Lane and getting with us. Oh, that's that. That's why she's so damn paranoid. She's afraid he'd take one look at that Lois Lane and went, "What the hell, man? What am I doing? Do it? I don't know." But they better fix it. And they better fix it fast. Uh, people are not going to wait around till March, buddy. You've dilly dallied long enough, and we're sick of it. And then they only give like Superman five minutes on a panel at New York Comic Con while Batman has um team. Yeah. Well, Wonder Woman only had one line. So she had two lines because Meredith said she's happy to be working for DC Comics with David, a great artist. Her husband. You know what? <laughs> she would never have the job if she wasn't married to him. Come on, let's be honest. She wrote a half a comic. True. I mean, who the heck do they think? They- she wrote eight That's pages an- in a comic. <laughs> I mean, they all these. Some of these people just speak double speak, and they wouldn't know truth if it bit them bit them in the butt. You know what I'm saying? Mhm. Well, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Frank Miller, our surprise guest, Frank Miller. Yeah. Oh please, Jim Lee had his ticket booked five months in advance. He had his hotel booked. He was like, no, no, don't worry. These people pay for everything. It doesn't matter if we lost $2 million in revenue. You make it up, Frank, with your book, and it's 50 variant covers. Um, two big announcements from Tom Taylor coming. That was an hour ago, so I don't know what's going on there. I still don't know what he's doing for D.C. Other than injustice, I would have think. But that's already been announced, and it's, so why would he not be able to announce something he's already announced? They've already announced. I don't know. We'll see. Bye. Okay. Um, do you want to go over um, Detective? Um. Yeah, well, nothing much happens in Detective. I don't have right. to read the comic or anything. No, right. Um, what happens is the Justice League comes to Bruce Wayne's house, and, again, Wonder Woman uses her lasso, um... And she lassos Batman. Uh oh. And she basically tries to see if he can remember anything about them. Um, 
I was actually joking around. I said, what if the secret between Wonder Woman and Batman is that she told him how to, you know, like how you have a, 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 a polygraph test, you can put a check on your foot and you can cheat the results, right? Oh, okay. So what if she told him how to lie through the lasso? For what end? I don't know. I was just joking about because everybody's oh. like, well, Batman's not 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 lying because the lasso is around him. So I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. He's, He's Batman. Batman. He's Batman. He can do anything. Yeah, <laughs> even with an old memory, he can do anything. And He's so Batman. they basically check out that his memory has been wiped. He doesn't know anything about this. his identities, even though Clox is out there. So if I don't understand yeah. because. Did he, he not read a newspaper? Paper? Yeah. <laughs> Never been you know, on the internet? What? Has he not read Lois Lane's feed? Has he not put on the news? Did the Alfred cut out the, the, the stuff? I don't know. <laughs> It'd be like the old days in the old movies. <laughs> These giant squares in the newspaper. And Bruce is like, oh, okay. It was, it was a coupon day, Alfred? Yes, sir. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I was thinking the exact thing. <laughs> We should have seen that, but, you know, no lo- no laughter in the New 52. Oh, no. Heck no. Oh, and heck so, no. and so I, I don't know how he doesn't know Clark Kent is Superman. I don't either. <laughs> has, he been, has he been living under a rock? Don't know. Um, well, and Jim Jim Gordon's outfit changes all the time. He, and how did he get so buff? Uh well I do have an answer for that he took um steroids basically so that he can um so that his heart can handle uh running the bat suit because the 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 skinny suit that you see is the main suit that he wears inside the big right. blue bunny Batman out yeah, because but steroids that's the, steroids screw with your heart. Yeah, I don't understand that. But apparently they gave him some, like, life-altering drug okay. that, because yeah. it cured his cancer that he had developing from all his years of smoking. Improved his uh, eyesight. Improved his eyesight. It it cured his, um, his uh, from all his drinking, his, you know, the, the liver damage that had been, yada, yada, yada. It basically made him uh, new. That's why he has you know, new hair, and he shaved his beard off and stuff, and he looks younger. It's yeah, because so they gave him like really, a... So he's not really Jim Gordon. No, no, yeah. <laughs> Nobody, like anybody... Barbara didn't notice that one. <laughs> like, Dad, what happened to you? Where's your beard? Where's your mustache? Where's your glasses? Yeah, the only person uh-huh. as himself is Batman. Everybody else is somebody else. You know who's the only person actually in the New 52 is Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson somehow managed to stay exactly the same. And he's like, because even Batman's changed now. Batman is, you know, the, the goody two-shoes that trusts everybody. Right. And I was he like, has hope. Yeah, he seems he, has hope. he has hope. And, and I was like, hmm, did they turn him into Clark Kent? Yeah, basically. And they made Clark Kent the suspicious, untrusting one because I can't trust anyone because my identity is out there now. Hmm. 
That's and the like, real truth right there. Who gives a crap who he is? And so, yeah, that's basically what happens. And then they get transported to, then they fight this, like, robot thing. Wonder Woman smashes it because that's all she knows what to do. Yeah. And then they in, then they indoctrinate uh, Gordon, Big Blue Bunny Batman, Batman into the Justice League. And he and Clark act like they've never met each other. So I'm like, what just happened? So did Batman Superman get erased or something? Um, and they get transported using the boom tubes again. Oh, stupidest idea ever. Like, you know, one of these days, I want to read that comic, one of these days, they, boom, apocalypse. What happened? I'm going to see Jim you know. Gordon on apocalypse going, holy hell. <laughs> what happened? I want out. Oops. You still there? Yep. Hello? I'm okay. here. Hello. Hello. Can um, you hear me? The, um, <laughs> they did again went back to pre-52 Superman with the manners and everything. Yes. He's like, Mr. Wayne, I want to thank you for your years of service with helping the Justice League. Basically, Bruce Wayne thinks he helped the Justice League via Wayne Tech, by providing them with tech and stuff like that. That's what Bruce um, thinks, but that's not true. Yeah, and then, so, Clark is like, I want to thank you for your services to the Justice League via, you know, Wayne Tech, and your services have been invaluable to us. And he's like, sure, no problem. And I'm like, who's this wit, wit super loser go to? Who's yeah. this guy, you know? So, Again, yeah, basically, out of the super group books, they rely on pre-52 Superman. Funny thing is, funny thing is, Peter Tomasi is writing this book. Well, I bet he's glad he can use his Clark's real personality, huh? Mm. And oh. so, yeah. Didn't Peter Tomasi refer to Lois Lane as our girl, Lois? Yes. I found, I went through his pictures because it's because somebody told me he posted a picture of Lois Lane. So I went through his pictures, and he posted that picture of Lois yapping down Wonder Woman. When, if you go through our four-man's review, we said she was screaming at, at, at Wonder Woman to say, well, not screaming, she was demanding at Wonder Woman, if you want to ask the question, ask it to me. Don't go through this long process. And he said, yeah, and he was, he was inconsequential. He was in the corner. It was basically Lois telling Wonder Woman, ask me what you wanted to ask me. And it's like, are you in a relationship with this man? Have you ever been in a relationship with this man? But anyway, so Peter Tomasi posted that picture of Lois talking down Wonder Woman, and he said, here's a picture from, you know, coming up, Superman uh, Wonder Woman, of our girl Lois, and I turned that into a hashtag, yep. which I think I think I tweeted him the picture and he faved it, so didn't right. reply to it, but he acknowledged it. I have the picture floating around on my thing. If anybody wants to use it, it's basically Lois just bumping the page, and it says our girl Lois, and it's a Superwoman on it and stuff. Anybody can use it. You can use it as a icon or whatever. I don't care. Oh, go Lois. Yeah. 
Yep. So let's move on to Telos. Telos is being written by Jeff King, who's a total Superman fan. Mm. Um, Telos was invented for convergence, and he was the guy imprisoning them all in the domes. And then he, then we found out that Brainiac was his boss, and then he mm-hmm. rebelled against. We finally Brainiac. get an explanation as to how Telos was created. Right. And for me, it was just like, okay, this this makes so much sense now as to where his powers come from and that you sort of like, thing. So you want to explain if that? you want, yeah, basically, uh, when Big Doomy Brainiac was leaving his planet of where he has all these domed worlds, right? Right. Um, when he was leaving that planet to go to New 52, New York, where he went and attacked there, mm-hmm. um, he left a shard of himself with, we still don't know the exact identity of Tilos, we just know he came from a world, he had a family, that sort of thing, and I think they're obviously going to show us his, he had a connection with Dick Grayson from Earth 2, because Dick Grayson was a man who had a family, who was taken away from him. Uh, well, actually, Dick Grayson gave his child to these people on the train, and we're like, take care of my child. I think that was the worst dad ever. But anyway, he, really? he had a connect. Hey, I mean, your wife just got shot. I know you're in shock and stuff. But did you just really give your child to these strangers on the train? Richard John Day, Grayson, you bad boy. <laughs> I, I did I digressed from that very, very, very long story. And so he gave Telos a shot of himself. So Telos is, in actuality, he has the powers of this big doomy, of the ultimate brainiac. The brainiac that was in charge of all these domed worlds that we saw in Convergence. And Mm -hmm. so Telos has basically those powers. He has the powers of if you go back to what powers that Brainiac had, he had the powers to travel through time because he was in one place and then he traveled into future's end, uh, future, and he traveled. Then he traveled to do, uh, into the doomed timeline and he was there. And he so he's basically everywhere. So he has time travel powers. Uh, he has the powers to sustain life, to create life, to create a planet, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a uh, pretty awesome array of powers. It makes a lot more sense now. I was like, how did Telos come about? Because in the comic, Telos just popped out of the Earth. And I was like, is he the planet? Is he like, you know, the mogul planet from, from Green Lantern? Did he have like a personality or something? And, you know, now it makes a lot more sense to me. So Brainiac was saying some stuff. I want some of that cool stuff that Brainiac was saying. Bra- Brainiac was actually intelligent in this one. Yeah, he was a Brainiac. Or, 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 or. Um, yeah, an interesting thing I pointed out to, to Holly as well. The Brainiac in this is the Brainiac from Jeff Johns' Brainiac. Now, this ties into what I said about Superman. Uh, Superman being, well, the pre- the one that's in, in Superman, Lois, and Clark, him being from that era 
of of the thing. So makes it it makes it sort of makes sense to me. I don't know if it ties together for you. Um, Hello. What was that? <laughs> I said the brainiac. Off. The brainiac in um, Telos is yeah is is the Jeff Johns brainiac, which ties together with him with Superman being uh, from that era of Superman. Right. The one before Wonk. Yeah. The one before Wonk. Yeah. In action comics. Okay, so, let's see. Tellus actually wants the truth, and he wants to know why Brainiac ruined his life. Mm-hmm. He wants it's a lot return. of talking. It's a lot of talking. Well, there's a lot of action going on. There's explosions. And so we learned that, you know, Tellus can control matter. Mm. And, you know, Brainiac can, can control kill me, but you never know. Okay, what is that on Tellus's arm? Is that squigglies like on Clark? Which page are we on? Oh, he's fighting Brainiac. It's like a big animal. Uh, what did you say? Oh, your family without me, they're lost to you forever. Okay. Tell me where okay. they are. You lie. What's went to that place. <laughs> Better you dead uh, than alive in a universe without them in it. Okay, so... He's going to kill Brainiac because, hey, if I lose my family, there's no reason for you to be living. So he goes True, to Kolu. Yeah. And there's Computo, yeah. which is their god. Yes. <laughs> Such an original name. Mm, Computo. Because he's a computer, if you didn't get it. Well, maybe he was invented in the Silver Age. You know, they were just using cards and stuff. They didn't have... Windows mm-hmm. or anything uh, like that. Those those root things that are on like like tree roots that are yeah. on Telus's arm. It's how he's changing matter from himself. So it's just and then he makes a blade come from because he can control matter, so blah blah blah. Um so, you know, Telus is mad at Brainiac says, you know, is this your idea? from the very first to trick me back into your service and Brainiac says no blah 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 your memories were lost to me when I realigned the infinite earth timeline see convergence number 8 but they were copied mm-hmm. first okay so we all know mm-hmm. what happens to a copy of a copy of a copy and well, at, least, at least Brainiac made backups okay some people don't back up and he should because he's Brainiac. Uh, and so Telus just wants to know where his family is. And Yeah, Telus is like, shut your yap, Brainiac, and just tell me where my family is. And Brainiac like, well, you see, when I copied the information, I didn't copy it full completely. And so I don't really know where it is. And so now you have to go to Kalu, Kalu, whatever that the planet's name is, mm-hmm. You have to um, put this vibe, you have to meet up with this other Brainiac version of me, like how you get Brainiac 5 in, in the Legion of, of Superheroes and stuff. Right. Um, and you have to put this virus into Computo, 
And then while you're putting that virus into computer, here's the decryptor I gave you of the backup source, of basically to my cloud account that's in Kilo, and it, in there you will have all the information about your family. So I was like, this is a this is a really complicated plan. Like, why can't you just hack it from the outside or something? And uh, basically, we find out at the end, I'm getting a very convoluted, squashed up storyline of this. If Jeff King showed me right now, he'd say, well, well. And well, so then we see... It is first issue, and it is a comic book, but and you know he is trying to explain stuff and meld it into his own story here from Converge State. Yeah, yeah, if he's like trying to explain a lot of stuff, and it's a good thing that I read Convergence, so I knew what was happening. So I'm like, skip that. I know that's happening. Um, I don't care about this computer guy. And I'm like, okay, Telos is. Uh, so Telos has a basically a heroic quest before him. Because he is wants to find where his family is. That's heroic in my eyes. You know, he just the man just wants to be reunited with his family. Um, and so at the end of it, we find out Chelos is being betrayed by Brainiac. Dun dun dun. Big surprise there. By this person in that Phantom Zone crystal mirror thing from Superman Two. I don't know who that person is. What? <laughs> That's who he's being betrayed by. It's like that that Phantom Zone mirror from Superman one and two, where they. Oh, put... I see what you're saying. The album cover. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the album cover. There we go. <laughs> I thought I thought it was interesting that um, you know, tell us it's like, tell me where my family is, tell me where... and Brainiac says, all I want is to return to my home and life. This is Brainiac talking. Remember Vile Drox in Doom? Yeah. He was the same. And recover yours at the same time, okay? And and so Telos says, undo the past, and Brainiac says, no, change the present. Mm. hmm Yes, Brainiac. Change the present, please. And then he tells it's about leaving the, backing up the data system. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's it's interesting. Um, it's it's not my type of book. Let's put it that way. I don't. I'm gonna read it to see if it ties into anything that has to do with Lois and Clark because they are so tightly connected because they all spin out of convergence, right? Right. Um. The same reason I'm going to read Titan's Hunt because I want to see if there's any clues that's going to tell me something that's going to affect my couple. I'm not reading it for Telos' story. I don't care. You know, it's very nice. He wants to find his family. He's being betrayed by, by Brainiac. I feel sorry for the dude. But it's like, you know, it's, it gets a bit too matrixy for me, if, if that's the term I can use. It's a bit too much like technology and blah, 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 blah. It is Brainiac. It is Brainiac. I know it is Brainiac. I know that, but it's it's getting... But I thought it was interesting uh, that uh, Jeff King brought in uh, the Odyssey with Odysseus. 
Yes. That was good. I like that part. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was well written. Yes, I actually liked Tellos. Well I actually written. liked Brainiac, you know. I actually had some kind of emotional uh, it well uh, if they grounded it, in it you know, with the with the exception of a few people, they've grounded it in the the most basic thing that someone would want to to protect, which is family. We right. all would want. We all have someone in our family who we want, or a family member, or family members that we would want to protect, no matter what, right? Right. And so that I find is very genius in that the sense that they grounded it. Hello, gravitas. It's relatability to something we can all relate to. It's somebody's quest to find his family, his his wife and his son, or, or child. And that is, you know, it's um, it's it's a story that that can can relate to anybody. Well, and Superman, Lois, and Clark is the same thing. It's about family as well. Now, is the mm-hmm. Teen Titans book the other book? There's three books that came out of Convergence. The Teen Titans yeah. books is it dealing with family as well? It's dealing with the Teen Titans family. It's dealing with okay. uh, Dick Grayson. Um, those it, relationships? Uh, it, it's, you know what it is? It's all those kids that got kicked out and don't have a home, and they made right. their own home, and it's their family that they're dealing with. Um, I don't know where that is going to head in, in what direction. I haven't been paying attention to Teen Titans Hunt because, I'm like Has it come out yet? Titan. Um I think it comes out after Lois and Clark, I'm not too sure. Okay. I think they have one each week. One convergence comic coming out each week. Oh, okay. Well that's there's only three of them. How can they have come one coming out each week? Well well because some weeks have well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Okay. They, they don't have them coming out together. They, you know, they're not oh, competing well, yeah. with each I other. Mean, on different weeks, but not necessarily <laughs> yeah. one each week. No, right. no, not one each and every week. One right. has, They each have their own week to come out in. Unlike <laughs> right. action and Batman, Superman sometimes. Yes, yes. But okay. this month they got it right. <laughs> yeah. So let's go to action. Mm. All right. The comic we've been waiting for for so long. Not really. It's so riveting. It's okay, the cover is Angerball Clark with his teeth gritted, his jaw locked, blood all over him, and he's going at somebody. And, of course, this uh, sub-chapter arc is called Injustice. <sighs> Yeah. Now, I did well, thought the writing was better in this one. This the most, no, the most interesting but, thing about this is <laughs> the very cover where it says it came from Krypton. Well, yeah, but that was the Halloween issue. They're yeah, all the like old, old uh, 50s B-movie things. Well, uh, except the fomance. The fomance is Wonder Woman is a harpy, and 
Yeah. Superman is a minotaur, and she's trying to kill him. Oh well. Oh um, well. But I did. I I thought the writing was better in this one than the mm. previous actions, but not by much. You, and you know but why? It, but it was never why. Because Clark Kent is actually an investigative journalist in this one. No, that wasn't for it a, at all either. I mean, it's before for a very that very short time. But um, I guess Pac did the words this time. Maybe that's it. Because before it was cooter and it was like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel as cohesive as it usually did. And uh, Oh, you not mean, that you I, mean, you mean Clark rodeo, rodeo, rodeoing uh, a yeah, shadow monster wasn't, yeah. wasn't cohesive enough for you? It didn't no. make sense? No, no. Oh, poorly. So, again, we're reiterated that everybody knows that he's Clark Kent. And, of course, now this this part one of Blind Justice. Okay, wasn't that a Rutger Hauer movie where he was blind? And I would rather watch that. Anyway. Blind Justice was a, was a daredevil book. Get it? Because he's blind. I and got it. And he deals out justice. Mm-hmm. I got to toss that around. Okay. They're at Talladega, Alabama. Why? Why? Oh, I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice they were in Alabama. Why are they? Is this like a tribute to Mark Wade? What? I mean, why are they in Talladega, Alabama? Is Clark going to be like in a NASCAR race? What? <laughs> Who knows? Well, I don't know what they do in Alabama. <laughs> oh, that's, that's really funny the way you put that because I don't know. No, that was North Carolina. Sorry, y'all. The um, only thing I know about Alabama is Sweet Home Alabama. That's the song. <laughs> boy, boy. Yeah. Mm, Leonard Skinner. Um, okay. So there's a restaurant. And apparently Clark is in the restaurant, but we don't recognize him, neither does anybody else, because he's got all this technology now. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's now techno-Clark. You know, this is this is one of my gripes about this particular story thing, is that before, Clark was very organic. He had powers, and he used them, Okay. Now mm-hmm. he's more Batman than ever. He's more techno. He's got more techno than hero. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, I would understand it if it was Kryptonian technology, right? Which is supposed to be like, you know, it rivals Apocalyptian technology. But no. Oh, Kry- Kryptonian rivals New Genesis and... and right. Yeah. That's what I said. So, but... The Fortress of Solitude declared him a fake, so he ain't getting no Kryptonian technology. So it's like, okay. And now, apparently, Perry is addicted to painkillers. Everybody's got an addiction. Everybody's got an addiction in the Superman comic. Because he's out of the hospital... And he's ragging on Clark Kent. Oh, look, Clark was always a good reporter, even a great reporter. Well, that was something. But he put every one of us in danger every second he pretended to be one of us. 
Of course, I'm biased. I got shot in the shoulder because, okay, so, okay, oh, can we go back here? Everybody's working out of anger and fear. Instead of fear and loneliness, now it's anger and fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, really? Except Lois. Right. So the redhead, of course she had to be a redhead, redhead waitress is trying to defend Superman, whatever. Okay, and so then the cook, he doesn't like Superman, and so Clark is sipping on a drink and has his computer open because, you know, he's techno Superman now. And nobody can recognize him because of this technology, whatever, you know. I mean, why would Clark use technology if his villain, Hoarder Root, is like the king of technology? Right, Hoarder Root declared and said in the one Superman uh, comic that he can hack into any system, anywhere in the world. So couldn't he hack into Clark's... Basically what Clark has is that Mission Impossible mesh that they put over their face. You remember Mission Impossible kept going on about, like, faces and stuff, and he can... Are we talking movies or TV show? Movies, movies, movies. I don't do do Tom Cruise. Oh, okay, well, my dad likes likes the show. Um, Okay, the the Captain America Winter Soldier, that thing that Black Canary... uh, Okay, (laughs) never mind, never mind it. (laughs) Sorry, I'm not a good audience for them. Yeah. yeah, so basically, okay, for those who have watched Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Black Widow, has this mesh thing that changes her face. And that's what Clark Kent is using. And I'm like, if it's technology, you know, couldn't harder root hack into it and make him look like Pinocchio or something? I don't know. And... Yeah, so it's silly. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why he has to have. The thing is, they flipped them so far around. Where Bruce is now the trusting. Right. Um, if, if you read detective comics and action comics side by side, Bruce is now Clark Kent, and Clark Kent is now Bruce Wayne, where he's angry and he doesn't trust people, and you know that sort of thing. And whereas on the flip side, Bruce Wayne is trusting and he wants to help people and that sort of thing. And I'm like, okay, why? I don't know. Maybe editorial told him to do it. But Super Super Loser wasn't into helping people either. So he really got, Bruce got pre-52 Superman's personality. True. Mm -hmm. So... The cook and the waitress are fighting, and so then he gets down and dirty and says, eh, maybe you should wear a little makeup, put a little swing in your step. And that's when Clark gets angry, right? Because, mm. you know, he's an anger ball now. And so before he leaves the um, the diner, you see all the glass breaking. It's like Smallville. They have to have glass breaking. And you wonder <laughs> what the hell happened. And Clark's running away with red eyes. Excuse me. Uh, this, again, is an example of Clark is powerless, but when we need him to have a power, we're going to give it to him, and then we're not going to explain why or it came back or why it didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's supposed to be slightly uh, 
impenetrable, that's the word that they use, um, but he can still get hurt. Right. He is supposed to have super hearing, but not very far. Uh, he has no x-ray vision. He has no heat vision. But what he did cannot he fly. To the glass? I don't know. He used his, his red-hot anger because, oh, this waitress he's never met is getting, you know, pushed around by the 40 bucks that she... for, you know, a drink. And, oh, well, in America, you probably got your guys probably pay that much for a drink anyway. No, we um, don't. Not in a diner. <laughs> Not in a diner. Not in a diner. And and so anyway, I don't know what's happening with these <laughs> I honestly don't. It's just like, oh, it's, it's you know, light switch. On, on. Yeah, uh, oh, we're not going to explain that to you. Everything in the New 52, especially with Superman, has been light switched. Yeah. Oh, he's dating Wonder Woman. Light switch. Oh, we're going to explain that to you. No, you're not. You wow. tell How Jimmy we... the secret. Why? Light switch. <laughs> because Why? he needed an Alfred. What? And that wasn't even in the book. That was something that Romita said. Yeah, and I, I was like, Romita, do you even know? Superman. Do you even know who Alfred is? Well, sure, he wants to do Batman. I would assume he knows who. Ba- oh, who knows? He thinks knows he's Uncle Ben. He thinks he thinks he thinks Alfred is Batman's Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. Yep. That'll be the next thing. So Clark is mad at himself. Get this, because he's not supposed to get mad. <laughs> This is hilarious. This is is the comics we get these days, people. Yeah. So you've got a little trailer beside a cabin that's all wired up. Okay. Oh, like Hoarder Root couldn't find that with, you know, like a blink of his eye. I mean, he's pulling in enough wattage. I mean, is he using solar power? What the hell? You got propane, what? Yeah, he's got propane tanks and stuff there. I mean, it's not in an outhouse. Why does Superman need an outhouse? Oh, that's right. He doesn't have his powers now, so he has to take a shit every once in a while. <laughs> oh, don't tell John Romita Jr. He'll he'll write a whole comic about that. Well, yeah, that'll be the next thing. Clark going to the. Oh, it's 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 really hard. Oh, ate that oh. corn. Okay. Uh, yeah, cause he's got electric in the cabin. He's got electric in the little trailer thingy. He's got satellite dish. Mucho satellite dishes. You know, it's not like, you know, he has three of them because he can't decide which dish com- which dish um, company to go with. Um, apparently, they don't have inside plumbing. Or, <laughs> but it's on the edge of the Talladega National Forest. Trust me, cabins in Alabama have inside plumbing. Oh, and so well, but these, it, these are the same people that wrote Alaska, you know, is like... Oh, God, please don't talk to them about that. <laughs> None of them been to Alaska. They wouldn't know Alaska if it bitten them in the butt. So, he, but he's got, like, high-class security in there, but he leaves the door slightly open when he gets in. What's that about? Mm-hmm. And the window's open. 
Okay. I don't <laughs> understand. Top top notch security, but he's leaving the door open. He's leaving the window open. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yep. So he's he needs going a little down, sunlight. <laughs> yeah. He he goes down memory lane, right? And he thinks yeah, the, yeah. the bad cop and Euchre. Okay, they do a close-up of Euchre's staff with all the symbols on it, right? Why? Yep. Is that permanent? Hello. I have no idea because they did. They talked so little about Euchre's staff that I actually had to, when you showed me that picture and you were asking me questions, I had to go back. Right. I had to read the comic and see, and then they were just like, and it's just in passing that he mentions uh, uh, the, the what's, what's those people? Dawn Command gave me this 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 thing of power, and yeah, that's and, you know, he, he sees the um, graves of his parents that have been dug up. Um, he He works at a laundry. As Archie Clayton. Archie Clayton was a character. Who was it? Somebody said, told me that. Oh, it was a guy in Superman 2 that beat him up at the diner. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, He works for Swan Laundry. Get it? R-R-R-R. And he's got, okay, he's got, what? He's got a um, generator in there because, you know, he's got all this electrical equipment. And he's got space heaters. That's what those round things on. He's got his clothes folded neatly in a corner with some shoes. See, what else? Oh, he's got knives. I don't know what those boxes are. Maybe some cups. And, like, 20, how many tablets does he have there? How many space heaters does he have there? Firstly, one, two, got two, three. One looks like a speaker. I mean, like, you know, does he, <laughs> I don't know. He's, got, he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven tablets. <laughs> oh, he better, like, like, like the power company wouldn't go, dude, what's this guy got in there? He's got an outhouse and he's using, like, 100,000 kilowatts a month. What's the deal? <laughs> Whatever. So, um, so he's trying to follow the dots. He's got a, you know, post-it board and, yeah. Uh, apparently, you know, he believes in lots of redundancy. Oh, there's batteries on the floor. <laughs> What with the uh, the batteries? When you can't connect computers to battery like that, you have to have a controller and a charge controller. Oh, gee, many Christmassy people need to grow up. <laughs> oh, brother! Just put it any old damn thing in there you want, whatever. So he's trying to figure things out. Okay, so they got this panel where it shows. He says, "But I have to be sure, and I have to be careful because." Every friend I have is tied up in this. Jimmy, Lois, Lana, and Perry. Okay, Perry's pretty much written your butt off. Okay. <laughs> and so who drew that picture off. of Lois? She looks like Miss Sourpuss. And Jimmy's, of course, he's smiling like an idiot. And Lana's like, 
my parents are dead. You know, um, whatever. So the, the the enemy's working on all of them, sometimes let's pretty just, loudly. Let's just what? say that this this artist wasn't the best artist, I think. It's cooter. Is it? No. No way. Yes. Pretty sure. No. Look at the credits. You lie. You tell me. You lie. Look at the credits and tell me. I'm going there. Where are the credits? Dun, da, da. Go down. Yeah. Um, story, Greg Peck and Aaron Cooder. Word, right. Peck Art by Scott Collins. Oh, sorry. Collins. There we go. This is but, not Cooder's okay. art. <laughs> so, okay, let me get this straight. Clark thinks that Lois is becoming an anger ball because she told his secret. Okay, Lana was always an anger ball. My parents are dead, Clark. Every issue. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, he's smiling like an idiot because he ain't got the brain God gave a goose. Uh, and, of course, we all know how Perry's doing. He's he's addicted to painkillers or whatever. Oh. Um, so it shows Lee. Oh, notice that it's not so gucky as this one. About, you know, she got infected with the, the same black mass that Wrath is. So he walks out of uh, so his security system. Um, he's standing in an open door, and the security system's going off. Should have shut the door, Clark. And it's <laughs> Hero, who's come to help, right? And mm-hmm. so he gets all PO'd, right? And yeah, yeah. Way total know, overreaction, Clark. <laughs> yeah, because Hero finds out he's Superman detective now. Whatever. Maybe him and Bruce switch personalities. I don't know. So, um, Clark's mad because he figured out how to find him. Uh, of course. So he blows up his perfect little hideaway in the Alabama woods. Did he have banjo music? So... You know, like, Hero's like, man, you blew up your base? And he goes, you compromised it. Can't take any risk. Okay, whatever. Actually, Where's we need Clark? to read this like Batman. We need to read this like Batman. You compromised You compromised Dude, I told you, no one followed me. He goes, Hero, this is serious. <laughs> you heard what happened to Perry White, right? He became addicted on painkillers. Everyone gets close to me gets hurt. That was some <laughs> idiot who thought that the Titano knew everybody on the bus. What? He goes, you can never contact me again. Because to hell with that. <laughs> I was there when you took on Mongol. I was, you know, whatever. Phantom Zone, okay. You can't, you just. He goes, I can and I have to. You drive home and stay there. Or I'll release the entire record of your trademark and patent violations to the authorities. What the hell? And Tiro's like, you're, you're bluffing. Think so? I mean, that's the least Superman thing, Superman-y thing ever, I've ever eaten. <laughs> Goodbye, hero. <laughs> okay. So then Clark says in his head, he's mad. <laughs> he just wants to help. What? Okay, so now we're at Clinton Street, which used to be where Clark and Lois lived in 352. 
Metropolis, mm. Clark's old neighborhood. You know, the one when they found out Superman lived on their block, they were all like, oh, Superman, ooh, ooh, you know. So he says, I already see what happens to anyone who stands up for me, like the people on my block, Metropolis. Wrath ripped apart the whole neighborhood. Well, she kind of took over the mayor's body, too, and kind of messed up the whole city. <laughs> but, okay, besides that, it's just all about you, Clark. Okay, we get it. <laughs> Yeah, we don't care about City Hall and those cars and the city. So, so the people in his neighborhood are all acting like they're, you know, in a Snow White movie. I'm wishing, I'm wishing, you know, and they're talking to the birds and whatever. It's like, what? So, you know, they want to help each other. And, you know, know, it's like, whatever. And. Like everybody's in love with everybody else in the neighborhood, and they're hugging, and you know, <laughs> the rest of the world is crap. But you know, and they in their neighborhood, everything's just peachy because they have each other, and so they even offer you know the baddies, you know the G men, Men in Black, water and stuff. <laughs> they go, no thanks, man, we're on duty. Whatever. And so, you know, they try to explain what happens here and blah, 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 blah. And, oh, so then Clark seems to know a story about Marilyn Monroe. Apparently. Mm -hmm. There's an old story about Norma Jean Mortensen. She was walking down the street in New York City. No one noticed her. But then she turned to her friend and said, do you want to see her? And she flashed that smile, straightened her back, and suddenly everyone recognized Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, now, this drag pack you stole from my week with Marilyn, I've watched that movie because this whole thing just came out of, I was like, hey, what? It came out of I what? Stole this from that, my week with Marilyn, this whole thing. Oh. Stolen, stolen, stolen. So, apparently, oh, because she, well... But her name was Norma Jean Baker. Yes, not not Mortison, more Mortison. Yeah. And then she married Jimmy. Started with a D. Him and Robert Mitchum worked together at the. the yeah, there was there was plant. like rumors of, that she had a, a a fake marriage and stuff. I don't know. I just know she was Norma Jean. Uh, Baker. No, yeah, she was married to Jimmy Dougherty, and he worked at the same plant as Robert Mitchum. And then okay. she divorced him, got her na- nose straightened, and she became um, Marilyn Monroe. Mhm. Your mom was in the Nut House. Yes, I know that. Yeah. yeah. So, whatever. Oh, so. So so what does that tell us, Clark? No one's going to recognize you unless you straighten up and smile. Oh, so he's going to walk hunched over and be miserable. Right? <laughs> is that is that the point? I have no idea. I have, I mean, I would get it if it was, you know, them bleeding cold that this whole comparison thing was from All-Star Superman. But All-Star Superman hid himself. That's what they don't, and that's what that whole study of that thing was. It was... Grant Morrison, if you read the comic at the back, Grant Morrison told Frank 
quickly that, you know, hunch him over and do the study because Clark Kent would, you know, he would pout out his stomach and make it look like he has, a, you know, like a little right. block of a stomach. And, you know, he would hunch his back over and he would make himself seem smaller than he was. And Superman would stand up and stand proud because it was to hide himself. To, to hide his secret identity, but his secret identity is out now. I'm so confused. And you oh, know no. what? This whole, uh, this whole Archie Clayton thing yeah. really peeved me off because I feel like they think Clark Kent is just a name. Right. And, I mean, when I read this, I really, really got peed off because it's, so much more than just a name. It's his personality that they've ripped away from him. Yeah. And you can't just replace that with an Archie Clayton or a John Doe or a Sally Dick Carey, whatever, you know. It's not the name that matters. It's the personality that was attached. Clark Kent was a person. Right. And he's lost somewhere. He's no longer around. No, he's not. So apparently he got the assignment that he wanted because, you know, he drives the laundry truck. And so he whips out his uh, techno to see where Hero is. Mm-hmm. Whatever. He's one of many tablets. Yeah. So he goes to this Life Gene Incorporated, Red R&D headquarters. Now get this. Life Gene's a nine-year-old biotech company. How long? Dun, dun, dun. Ha- yeah, nine years. Where have we heard that before? Me, gee, where did we just discuss that? Hmm. 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 So they're supposedly working on an anti-mold spray. Really, Clark? That's why they need all the towels. <laughs> so whatever. So apparently they've got pretty great employee benefits program, including gym privileges and daily freshly laundered towels. So that's, I guess, is an explanation why they need the towels. It's not to clean up the mold, but <laughs> because they have a gym. Okay. Uh, so if only knows, if only they put this much thought into the rest of the story. Yeah, really. So. He knows the farthest point that the security guards are, and so he's hacked into the their tech, and so causing a diversion. And so he goes into where he wants to go, right? And because uh-huh. he's going after behind rats. the big doors. Yeah, behind the big doors. He says, "I'm guessing her real work went on behind that big door." Okay. And now I'm going to find out just what. And, of course, he goes, oh, no. Okay, so they got, like, this Nazi eagle there. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> um, and they've got all these people who've been infected, and so they got some of them in stocks, and the people that are, well, and they're not really people. They're, like, robots or maybe cyborgs. I don't know. Um, taking care of these people that have been infected. Like RoboCop. Yeah, like RoboCop. And the people are, like, you know, they got squigglies on them, or they're all in stocks or whatever. So, okay, so 
you know, some guy says, freeze right there. And he says, sorry, I'm just a laundry guy. Must have been taking the wrong turn. Mm-hmm. So he wants to know, he says, oh, they're the supremacists. Remember, they got a mention early on in this arc? Whatever. And he fought them in Metropolis. They had weapons that absorbed my power. Everybody's absorbing his power. It's the Quarmers. It's, you know, these guys, it's the whatever, Don Patrol, whatever the hell, Don Command or whatever, they absorbed his stuff. I mean, everybody's just sucking away his power. (laughs) Parasites. Whatever. Yeah, this is making total sense so far. Oh, of course, and then we have Vandal Savage, of course, who is not a power mm-hmm. sucker that we know of. So, oh, and they're working with wrath. Threads coming together. Yeah, right. He said, I should try, I should stall, try to get more information. Are you kidding me? And so, of course, this little girl's going, help! But I feel the blood throb in my eyeballs, and I'm done with holding back! <laughs> So he rips his shirt, okay, and so he's got the S shirt underneath, okay. There goes another laundry shirt, Clark. That You have to pay for that uniform. And so he, oh, of course, it's it's time for a punchy, punchy, smash, smash. <laughs> you know, and he makes it to the little girl and he goes, are you all right? She goes, ah, ah, ah. Okay. Mommy! Of course, and then there's Janie and... And so, of course, he's concentrating on those two, where there's all these other people that have been, you know, pretty 52-soups would have went in there, took care of business, saved everybody. But no, not this guy. And they're going to say, well, it's because he doesn't have his own power. He can't take control of the whole room. Whatever. So apparently he did manage to free everybody. How, we don't know. They must have got out on their own. Because, you know, humans Miracle. Yeah, because <laughs> humans need to clean up his mess. So, you know, you know how that goes. Yeah, yeah. Those humans, so now, those lovely humans. Why did so they how, get infected? They should get out of their own stock. <laughs> yeah. So now he's no longer Archie Clayton because he introduces himself as Clark, mm-hmm. which was his secret identity exposed anyway. He goes, I'm Donnie. Okay. Okay. Did you know you get snakes coming out of your head? What were they doing here, Johnny? He goes, I don't know. I got this infection with the black stuff, and then they grabbed me, and and somebody says, Cut, get away from them. Okay, so we've got somebody who actually knows he's Clark Kent. He says, yeah, what's all this for? What are you doing with them? Oh, whatever. What's that look like, Clark? Please calm yourself. I'm trying to help you, Kent. What You're not like his the- arms? Oh, my God, look at that picture. He's like teeny tiny waist. And like huge um I know he's got Popeye arms. What? And not in a good way. Not in a good way. <laughs> he says, You're not like them if you don't control yourself because But when has he ever controlled himself in the new fifty two? Just name one time. He goes, You've got one more in there, don't you? Oh wow. Wait, no. Okay. Yeah, so Clark, guy's... way to listen way to listen to the guy giving you a warning. <laughs> Yeah. So guess who's he finds? Lee! Who doesn't have any eyeballs. And she's got the big black hand from Hal. And she's, oh, Clark. Oh, gosh, she's good, isn't she? Yeah, what happened to controlling it, Lee? And so then Clark gets affected, too. And she says, he should have listened. Okay. 
Okay, so the next issue is called The Wrath of Superman. He's been an anger ball this whole time, but now it's The Wrath of Superman. Oh, is he going to punchy punchy his way through another book? What? Oh, this is so exciting. And and apparently, Kryptonians have belly buttons. (laughs) Okay. That's all I'm saying. And I don't know. I don't see much of a package there. That's all I'm saying. So that was action. Well, no. One woman was swinging that sword around in the first issue of the Fall Man, so she probably cut something off. She's got it kept under her plant, you know. That's why. That's the real reason it her flower can't be oiled. There we go. There we go. Okay, so that was action. Is everybody excited as I am? Oh. I fell off to sleep there for half halfway through it. I was like, oh. I'm trying to make it as fun as possible. I'm trying to get through there. <laughs> no, no, I mean, when I was reading it, when I was actually reading oh. it, I was like, oh. What, what? Oh, okay, that happened. <laughs> so, yeah, I tweeted Greg yeah. Pack. I was so confused by this issue because I am. I was like, huh? What? Okay. So he became Archie Clayton so he could break into, say, work as a laundry worker. Uh huh. So he could break in. What happened to the real Archie Clayton? Well, as much techno as he has, he probably stole somebody's social security number that was dead. on those seven tablets. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, which Hoarder Root would never see ever if he was ever trying oh, to monitor him. You know, whatever. I mean, he only hacked into Lois Lane's iPhone and stuff, so. Okay, next week. <laughs> okay, next week, Superman, Lois and Clark. Be sure to get Buy it. Put out some money. Um... Superman Unchained's on sale next week. It is? What version? Is it a a book we didn't know that's coming out? It must be the graphic novel. Oh, okay. I thought somehow Scott Snyder got one more out there and I was like, see? Yeah, Jim finally finished that last issue. Um, Let's see. I'm looking here at the lovely DC Comics website. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justice League of America 4, that's by Brian Hitch. So, mm-hmm. we'll see how, what's happening in there. Um, uh, Earth 2, Society 5, number 5. Uh, we got another mask person. Somebody with amnesty on their chest. I stopped and, reading Earth 2. Yeah, I don't see Lois. After... Um, after that Lois Lane one, I stopped reading it. Yeah. The Conversion Crisis Book 2, I'm not sure. Oh, that's the old Teen Titans with the Elvis collar on Nightwing. <laughs> and Cyborg with a monkey? I don't know. Yes. What's with the skaters or whatever? I don't know. I have no idea. Did you see the KFC book they came out with? I was what? like, DC released for free, because no one will pay for it, a 
KFC but Colonel of two worlds. Oh. They're desperate. So stupid. Yeah, it's so stupid. Um, Conversions Crisis Book One is also out. That has mm-hmm. that will deal that will deal with all the crisis on Infinite Earth before that. All those um, the ones Black, after Crisis of Infinite Earth. Black Lightning, Batman. Mm. Who's GF? I have no idea. I don't know half these people. Um. Batman Superman 25 is competing against Superman Lois Clark. Good luck with that. Um, I hope we I hope we just beat Batman Superman. Oh, like just annihilated. Right. Batman 45 comes out, so that'll be in the top ten for sure. Batman mm-hmm. Batmite number five. <laughs> And it's got a whole heck of a lot of people there. I'm not sure who they are, but anyway. And there's only one more book after that, so. And there's only supposed to be six books. That means it ends in November, not December, right? What? Batmite. Yeah, Batmite is a six-issue thing. So this is five, so November would be six, unless they push it on to December. Okay. That's excitement for next week. <laughs> well, well Superman, yes, it's a very exciting week. Um, Superman, Lois, and Clark. October 14th, yes, we've been waiting for it for a long, long time. Uh, it's my birthday week. Yay! Yay! So I have to have a party next week. Yes, we'll have a party on, on the show. We'll just, like, I'm expecting good things from Superman and Lois Lane because it's written by a veteran who has written some of the best Superman I've read. Right. Um, I mean, for me, you know, Dan Jurgens is the guy I grew up reading. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I Everybody knows my story. I learned how to read on the death and return of Superman um, because I was not interested in fairy tale books. <laughs> I like I I couldn't give a damn about fairy tales and the girls being rescued and stuff and yeah you had Lois Lane you know in right. the helicopter you know she was she was reporting it didn't matter to her that Doomsday was the unstoppable Doomsday you know monster she was still reporting and I you know I always just loved that comic uh, even though. It's, it's, it killed Superman. Um, yeah, <laughs> not a good introduction, but it's it's I think the ultimate sense of Superman. So you know, and then every other comic after that that was bought, you know, that that either my sister would buy or my dad had or my uncles had, you know, from Superman was written by Dan Jurgens. So mm. yeah, I. I worship the ground he work. He, if he's writing a Superman story, I'm all over it. You know, he's my Frank Miller. Let's do it that way. Please, let's not insult the guy. Let's not insult him. True. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so we'll have quite a bit to cover next week, and I imagine and eight um, weeks. 
Lee Weeks is such a nice guy. Yes. And he draws a fantastic Superman and Lois Lane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And John looks cute. He looks so cute, carrying his little logs. Yeah. Well, he's got to be a cute kid. He's Superman and Lois's kid. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, anything else that you can think of that we might have missed? Uh, I, Kimmy may be here next week. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. So, and she's mm-hmm. still busy at New York Comic Con. And I haven't heard anything, Chris, to to know one way or the other either. So we'll just have mm-hmm. to see what, what transpires this week. Um, yep. Well, going back to New York Comic Con, you know, we can just close on, I think that they're going out of their way with Batman Superman to promote Superman. You know, we know that Batman Superman, that movie, mm-hmm. has been in the works since Brandon Routh's Superman but they didn't have a Superman that they could rely on up until now to push this movie. I don't think it's that people are scared that Superman didn't perform. I think for the first time, you know, we have a Superman and a Batman that can perform equally next to each other. Right. And I think it's just faith in Superman that they have, that he can perform next to Batman. Because they're giving, like, a lot of Superman stuff away. They're giving, you know, Lex Corp is there. Um, they're giving Superman T-shirts away. Um, Man of Steel tattoos and bookmarks and stuff. Do people read anymore? Do they use bookmarks? I do. Um, okay, there you go. If I, have a, if I have a paper book. Yeah, if you have, if you have a paper book. Um... I'll use it in like if I was if I had it I would use it in my Lois Lane book that's coming out. There you go. Oh yeah, you yeah you can pre-order um, Lois Lane Double Down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Switch oh, Press is doing a fantastic yes. Switch Press is doing a fantastic job at promoting something with Lois Lane. Yes. Uh, that's how you promote DC. But yeah, yeah, you know, ending on a positive note, I have seen, you know, I tweeted this out. For the first time in a long time, I've seen people excited about a comic, and it's Lois and Clark. Yeah. And it's given people, it's given people, they are literally excited and happy about receiving this comic. So DC better not let us down. Yeah, they better not, like, Jimmy with a number, or not a, books we can get or not go to a second printing if it's worthy of that or whatever. Right. Because I can see the group editor is still Eddie Bruganza, so I'm like, well, they better not, you know, they better not screw up Lois and Clark. Really? They might as well just kiss the industry goodbye. The only reason they, we've got the top ten books for September order numbers. Well, we're going to get the mm-hmm. actual numbers, but the listing. And apparently DC went up from 25% of the market to 26 and that's because it had two Batman books for $5 in the top 10, mm-hmm. plus, plus yeah. Justice League. That's the only reason they would have rose up 1%. And 1% is right. nothing. No, that no, like, absolutely like a drop in the ocean compared DC to what Marvel's comics, making. 
Yeah, DC Comics having 25% of the market is ridiculous. Right, DC Comics has 25% of the market when they have three of the most recognizable heroes, superheroes, in the world, right? On a global scale, you say Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, and people will know who you're talking about. I mean, I saw yeah. a picture from a from a con or something where this this little kid, right? He um, got lost and he went up to Superman, right? A person who was cosplaying as Superman, and he said, "Superman, can you please help me find my dad and my mom because I'm lost." That's Aww. the and I mean, this kid they said was four years old or something. Right. So that's that's the global power of that symbol. Yes. Is that a child would, you know, go up to somebody who's cosplaying as Superman and say, Superman, can, I know I can trust in the symbol right. that you will help me. And, right. you know, the cosplayer, luckily, the cosplayer is a good person and walked around the con and helped this kid find his parents. Aww. So, and then you just have this, this this cute image of this this these parents hugging Superman and the kid hugging Superman's legs and it's just like the most Aww. adorable thing you will see. So yeah, that that is the sim- exactly that is the symbol that Superman has. That is the power, the global understanding that that symbol has, and the fact that DC Comics has let it slip so far. You know, people always ask me, oh, you always talk about Superman, what about Batman and Wonder Woman? I'm like, I don't care, really. You know, I have very little um, heart to give into these comics because I've just been disappointed so many times. Right. And so, at the moment, I'm sorry. You know, Wonder Woman, I think, is in good hands with Gal Gadot. I think she's... You know, Warner Brothers have seen something in her that that we haven't. They've given her a good Steve Trevor in Chris Pine. They're trusting and they're going ahead with that movie. Um, You know, despite what people have said about Gal Gadot. And please, people, I know I'm going really off topic here, but don't body shame Gal Gadot. That's so mean. I see all these posts about people saying, oh, she's too skinny. She needs more boobs. She needs more muscles. She's got no hair. I'm like, seriously, judge her on her acting. Yeah, really. Um, really, don't, no, don't body shame. Um, and, yeah, you know, I I have, right now, I'm only concentrating on Superman and Lois Lane because once that gets sorted, then we can sort out the rest of the DC problems that they have. Well, I think DCE should ask the question, who would you trust with your child? Pre-52 Superman or Angerball Superman? Well, I keep going back to what my niece said about when she saw action comics with Superman in the T-shirt, in the jeans, with the rags. And she said, oh, well, this is the evil Superman. Because she refused to believe that that was Henry Cavill Superman or, right. you know, 
that's the Superman she's now gro- gro- growing up with, and you know she just looks up at the screen in awe of, of Henry Cavill. Uh, I do too. We both sit there and drool at him. Um, you know she refuses to believe that that is Superman at all. She's like, no, he is evil. He is bad. So a child's not going to go up to to Anger Balls, DCU, Superman. I don't care if people are cosplaying as him. They're going to go up to the people who still cosplay as, you know, Christopher Reeve's Superman, the comic book version, Dean Cain's Superman. Um, you know, that's Superman. That's the Superman, even the Henry Cavill Superman. That's the Superman they relate to. Tom Welling. Tom Welling, because a lot of people recognize who Tom Welling Superman is. Yeah. Even though he didn't necessarily wear the suit. Right. And that's the Superman that people are going to go up to. They're going to see somebody cosplaying as a Superman with bloody rags. (laughs) Yeah. Blood (laughs) all over him. It's frowning. Uh, and he's got a buzz cut, and he's frowning. Uh, yeah. Looks constipated. Punisher Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's the child's view of Superman, that it's evil, it's right. bad. He's the angry, evil Superman. That's what she said. That's what people think. As soon as you see it, they're like, who is this? What? Why? Yeah. Right. Not fair. Not right. Mhm. So, but kids get proper souvenir. Yeah. Like if if I had to go now and buy a learn to read, with the help of Superman. In there right. is Superman who who looks like he's from the animated series. Mhm. Trunks, spectacles, and. Bright primary red and blue and yellow. I don't get why they don't think adults want that too. I I also don't think that. I don't. I also don't get why DCE refuse to believe that adults can need hope and inspiration and faith in their lives today. I think adults need it more than children. Right. I don't know. So, um, probably have a lot of New York Comic Con news next week if Kimmy and mm-hmm. Chris show up, or I don't know if they will or not. Uh, and we've got a bunch of books too. So. Yep. I'll okay. be here. I'll birthday be here. No. <laughs> yeah. When? No. Is your birthday next Saturday? Yes, ma'am. <gasps> oh, I won't take you away from your birthday party. Oh, well, it'll be like 11 o'clock, so it'll be okay. over by then. So All right. Everybody's okay. asleep by then. <laughs> okay. Well, let me know one way or the other, so. I will, I will. If I'm delayed, I'll tell you. Okay. Pull it oh, half an hour, pull it. <laughs> okay. We'll do something. We'll see how it works out. All yep, right, yep, everybody. We will. we will see you next week. Tej, thanks for a great let's, show. Let's Let's just put it this way. I would have no funner way than to spend my birthday ending it off talking about Lois and Clark mm-hmm. and the little boy written by Dan Jurgens. 
yeah. and talking about it with you. So oh, I'm okay. fine with that. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Sounds great. All right. You have a great week. Mm-hmm. You all have a great week. We have a great book to look forward to. Yep. Please go and buy it. Yes. Go down your digital bookshop. Get it. Digital print. If you if you can't get it from your comic book store because they ran out, go on to Amazon. Buy it there because those count. Buy digital because that counts. Just buy yeah. it somewhere. If Amazon gets enough and, and they go back to D.C. and say, hey, we need this book, and they're like, well, we didn't only print this many. And they say, well, you can have to print more because we want to make money. Exactly. You may not. Yeah, Amazon, so. Amazon will say that. We need more. Print more. We need more. Print more. We, we want to make money. We don't care what your problem is, but we want to make money. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Okay. Everybody have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Night. Yep. Bye-bye. Good night.